in loud and clear. Welcome to Texas, and uh, this is episode 20, so it's a good time. It's uh, Boone, Levi, and Kevin here tonight, and we should Oops. hey hey, <laughs> but uh, we should uh, we should get into some fun topics tonight. I have a feeling, man. I just have a feeling it's going to be one of those times, you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, I wanted to start off just by uh, seeing what you guys have been up to this past week. We skipped a week last week, but what's been going on? What's been on your mind? Oh man, you know, had just got over, uh, got through Easter weekend. Uh, had family come over, fired up the grill. You had a great time. Oh yeah. Mask? Were you wearing uh, a mask? Oh man, yeah. Every single one of us wearing double. Instead, in fact, I even wore three because uh, you know, I just I believe in being so safe. You know? <laughs> but but uh, yeah, man, it was a great weekend, man. You know, and uh, other than that, just been working. Not much uh, new in the world, except for in the news, you know. Uh, if, you, if you're on Facebook, there's always something new in the world. And uh, looking like some interesting stuff all over the place, man. You know, and, uh, I know we didn't uh, we didn't schedule it in, but I th- at some point th- today, I think we should talk about what's going on in the Ukraine as well, man. Well, talk about it right now. What, what is going on in the Ukraine? Well, I, don't uh, know. The, uh, I have no idea. Oh, no. Well, how? Facebook news? Facebook news, yeah. <laughs> Facebook news, it's kind of it's all it's you know, all social media news. Social right? like media, it goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. For swirls real, in it, you know. For real, what you can sift through and stuff. But uh, now, uh, Croatia, I believe, is the name of the country that uh, Russia and Ukraine are kind of getting it into, getting into it a little bit. No, over. is it the Crimea? Crimea, not yeah. Croatia. Crimea. Yeah, it's a part right. of what used to be You're Russia. Right. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, and. Uh, but anyway, things are getting a little hot and heavy between the Russians and the Ukrainians right now. And the U.S. has uh, pretty much said that they will support a Ukrainian uh, action against the Russians if they decide to go in and do anything. And it's just a bunch of... Uh, so we pretty know, much got some hot wars yeah, heating up. Yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah, well, we know well, you could probably expect that in the time to come, oh, yeah. you know, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden, well, yeah, but they're more of the same, yeah. for sure. We yeah, always uh, kind of... No, no matter who you get, you get John McCain. That's no matter who you elect. You well, kind of what's what's That's what's all. silly, like, when we were right on New Year's, we did an episode right at New Year's, and we talked about that, like, one of the things we saw this year that we were going to see is probably more war, oh, yeah. because, you know, a new this new administration, I mean, they just always proved to always just go to war and yeah. start wars, and, you know... But that is just figured. something I saw in the news today. Yeah. I just, you know, I yeah it's been a hot area. Well, the Crimea, like, remember they annexed out, like, years back. That was yep. a big, they were big in the news over there. It was a very hot area. And yep. it's just like when, when global tensions and things like what's going on today with COVID-19 and stuff start to happen, it, it just gets hectic, dude. It, like, there's probably, these situations are probably going on everywhere. Really. You know, it's just what's the hotbed for the moment, what companies are going to benefit off of it, making the news at the time. Um, I'm sure the world is very destabilized right now. It seems oh, to be yeah. a very destabilized place, uh, just kind of in general. But, yeah, I do watch that stuff, man. I mean, when I do, I just have been out of town for a week. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'll go next, and, and Kevin can jump in here last. But I actually just went out of town and went driving uh, to Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <coughs> and uh, it was great, man. It was cool. We started off, went through Texas, went through Arkansas, Went through a little bit of Missouri, went through all of Kentucky. We drove down the Bluegrass Parkway in Kentucky. That's really beautiful. When you get into Lexington, that's where they have the horse race, you know, yeah, and uh, famous horse race. Yeah, man, and yeah. that town is is cool, man, because it's like city type town. 
You know, it, it is, like, it's not like a city type thing. Like, it's its own thing, but it's big, and it has a lot of people. And you can definitely tell, like, there's there's two sides to the town. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's the people who own the horses, and there's the people that clean the horses' ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it'd be told. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, it's a beautiful town, and it's cool, and it's culture, really. You know, and uh, it, like it, it was actually pretty cool. Bigger, bigger than that. Man, it's just big. It's like rolling hills and the old paddock style fences, and you see the downs, you know, green, and uh, it's it's pretty, man. It's just a beautiful town. I, I've been through there once before, and I remember I had good memories of it, and it really is a pretty town. I didn't really stop there for too long. I think I stopped at a store there real quick, but uh, just it, you could go there as a family or just by yourself, and you could have a good time in a place like that for sure. I know that. Did and you then. Scream on and Creek, no, but th I did stop at a store and one guy was telling me, he's like, oh, well, I mean, if you're looking for something to do, was you know, he's like, on? he's like, yeah, you got to go up to the, oh, no, 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 not the gun range. Oh, but yeah, he was yeah. telling me all the whiskey distilleries, dude. He was like, you got to go try some whiskey, man, up in this town, this town, they've got distilleries. And it's like, okay, well, if I was going to come back here, I'd definitely see me some of that, you know, and I'd definitely go to that range too, dude. That was sweet. <laughs> I forgot about that, man, actually. Uh, now that you mentioned it, I... I wonder even exactly where it was. I'm sure I passed pretty close through there. I mean, I went straight through Kentucky. I drove through right through the Bluegrass Parkway, through the heart of the state, and then into West Virginia, through Maryland, into Pennsylvania, and then on the way back, uh, came back a little bit through Pennsylvania, went a different way, went through the other side of Maryland, all the way through Virginia, down into uh, um, a little bit of Tennessee, and well, actually, no, I just went straight into North Carolina and drove all the eastern, uh, the western side of North Carolina through the, the Smoky, the Blue Ridge Range, and then into the Smoky Mountains. Nice. And then that was the best part of the trip. North Carolina and southern, southeastern and eastern Tennessee, uh, besides Texas, is my favorite place in this country that I've ever visited. Man, it is so pretty over there. There's water, and like the rivers there are like white water style. Like, there's whitewater rafting everywhere. If you're going to take your family on a camping vacation, look up the Great Smoky Mountains and, and go over there with your family. You'll have a good time. West Virginia is known for its whitewater rafting. Yeah, West Virginia is another one. And they're a little bit higher up in the Appalachians, uh, but they're, it's still beautiful up there, and the mountains are, are very big. And uh, you if you go in the that? fall... Have either of y'all ever done that, the whitewater rafting? No, but I would. No, That's no, one thing no, I would no, definitely I would do. do. I would, I would do that. Yeah. That shit looks intense. Yeah. Dude, no, especially yeah. after seeing these rivers, man, you're like, this yeah, would be this no, would be no, cool. Man. This is not something like... you got to kind of prepare I mean, for I've this. I've been on the Medina when it's flooding, you know, I think. We put in yeah. one time when it was like two foot over... Benton Creek Bridge, you know, and that was yeah, that's that was scary, bridge. dude. That was moving, dude, you know, and I know that's probably not even comparable to the well, but this is a lot tighter. Here. This is a lot tighter, though. Yeah, these rivers are These tight. Are There's big trees yeah. and limbs hanging over there. It's all like clear way, and it's made for that. Like they have tours you can take, tour guides, so it's probably yeah. safe. But you know, no, it, got, it's something you've got to mentally prepare for. They got different classes and shit, and there's people that are wearing. I mean, you gotta wear like a helmet. Like, yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's there's crazy, dude. And uh, there's zip. Down. There's people zip lining. All the, time. the old coal trains <laughs> run through the mountains up there. Yeah. You can take the train. So there's plenty to do. There's beautiful lakes. And then we came down, uh, went through Mississippi, well, went through Georgia, northern Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and then down into New Orleans and went over Lake Pontchartrain. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Lake Pontchartrain, but it's not, it's not a lake. It's actually an estuary. It's a bay. It's the mouth of the Mississippi comes in uh, right at New Orleans. So when New Orleans floods... You know, Lake Pontchartrain comes from one side and swallows it, yeah. and the ocean from the other, the Gulf of Mexico from the other. 
and it's just out there on the little strip out there in New Orleans. So you come over this bridge over Lake Pontchartrain, and it is 24 miles long over water. The bridge yeah, is 24 <laughs> miles long. Yeah, yeah, it was built in sections <laughs> yeah. all the way out, and they did one side at a time. That's not just that bridge. That's Louisiana. Alabama, Mississippi, that's that whole... Yeah, you do. Yeah, actually, you do that a lot. Yeah, you do. It's it's a rough road, I-10. And then we came back into Texas. But that was a fun trip, and uh, I won't, you know, I won't bore you all with too much of it. But damn, it was crazy driving through the United States. And if I could take one, I'll, t- I'll tell you a good thing and a bad thing. I'll start with the bad thing, because I, I want to end on the positives, you know. The bad thing was that... I saw the ugly side, like I had kind of been in Texas and been comfortable in our regulations and our way of kind of dealing with the pandemic and driving through the country, I saw so many inconsistencies and it's so hard to follow that it just almost made me aggravated. And I was expecting to see that and it it almost made me aggravated because you're just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? But you can't be aggravated, man. That's what the government... Yeah, no, 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 no. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But that was the bad side. I I swallowed that, you know, because it did. I just wore... I just wear... I just do whatever. I don't... I don't like the confrontation. I just went to have fun. But on the good side of it, one thing I did see is like... Man, I love this country. I love the fact that we are a country, that we are a union, that we do have... I, no, no, I do, man, because it's nice to be able to travel to these places yeah. and, to not, and to not have conflict, you know, and to not have to worry about getting passes to go over these borders. And the people that I meet along the way, man, like seriously, it was, I, I didn't have a problem with really anybody. I mean, you know, it was, I didn't have a problem with anybody at all. I mean, I might have disagree, I might disagree with people in certain places about the way they see something, but at the same time, uh, I did see... Like, I, like, if this country really were to, like, you know, separate up and states were to break off, it would be a sad thing to see. It you know, would, yeah, I, I no, kind of saw that. Like, I was like, man, this is a great country. The ideas here are great. The foundation is great. Everywhere has their beauty. You know, there are great parts of it. And everyone has their downfalls, you know. But uh, that's kind of something I saw on the... I felt like it gave me a positive feeling, you know, um, that, you know, it's something to... Uh, it's good to be able to take care of yourself, and it's good that Texas has its own independence yeah. and its own structures, just like every other place. But at the same oh, time, yeah, yeah. it's good that we all get along and that we all have unity, you know, within our <laughs> our way of life over here on this continent, man. It's such yeah, a beautiful sure. continent, you know, man. Like yeah. a lot rides on this, you know. There's a lot of inner roads that go from state to state, uh, national parks that go state to state. I mean, it's not like all just an easy. Thing to think about you know there's a lot built on this and uh, i saw that for sure yeah it's interesting that was cool. the sucky thing about traveling man you never get to stop and like you don't get to really really spend your time and immerse yourself in one place like, yeah you have to keep going to get to your destination yeah yeah, yeah. pennsylvania i stopped there so I, I was there for a few days you know because my wife's family is from up okay, there but, so you uh, got to hang out yeah up there. and we did stop in Asheville. my wife has some friends in Asheville or a friend in Asheville. And we met them, went to the White Duck Taco Shop, really good, like right on the Strip, saw the Strip of Asheville. Asheville's a cool town, man. It's really cool. It's happening. Like, it, they've got a lot going on, it's art town. Um, and then uh, we, ate, we ate at, like, this little chocolate place. They, like, make their own chocolate. You, they even have another place where they manufacture their chocolate and make it. You can go do tours of it, and you can get, like, any type of chocolate. I went there and got a decaf coffee, dude. 
That's who I am. That's who I am. What a jackass. <laughs> yeah, it was an Americano, you know, just straight up, you know. I was in that mood. But, uh, but, but to your point, that was my favorite part of the trip, North Carolina into eastern Tennessee, because we did get to spend, like, we spent our morning driving super slow through all the back roads through the national park, and we stopped at, like, some drawbridge and, you know, got out, took a piss, you know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like that sometimes you gotta piss out in nature. Oh, you know, yeah. when you're on a road trip, oh, you're yeah. constantly in these gas stations, they all oh, smell dude. bad. It's like, dude, I wanna piss on a tree so yeah. bad right now. You right. know what I'm saying? Road, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, Kevin? You've been up selling some real estate, chilling? Oh hell yeah, I'm trying, man, every day. You gotta you gotta try to pay the bills. Yeah. Go out every day and try to make money so I can give it to somebody else. How is it though? How's the real estate going? Is the market so hot Dude, still? The market's freaking crazy. It's like the it's the most absurd market. Almost anybody I've talked to in real estate has ever seen. Like and and most of the time, I mean, there's different there's different levels. You know, there's people shopping in different price ranges. So within one market, there's many small markets, or they it's a wide range. So it ranges from small to very large, but almost. Every bit of it right now is just flying off the shelf. Crazy. As soon as it comes available, people are buying it, especially in smaller towns. Are you seeing, or is there other yeah, cities well, pretty I mean, popular? Yeah, dude, land. I've never seen. I've never seen where like almost across the board, land prices have gone up so freaking high, and people are trying. Number one, there's a shortage of houses in like the San Antonio area where we are, Kerrville. So the prices go up. Things that seven, eight years ago used to cost hundred and forty thousand are now going for like two fifty. Like no bullshit. It's yeah. just crazy, man. So what do you think you're gonna see like a lot more development in like the Kerrville? Oh yeah, yeah, dude, we're growing. Yeah, for it's sure, growing. right? Outside of uh, going just like I'm sure you've been into San Antonio and I ten. Bernie, like, yeah. Like uh, in between San Antonio comfort. and Bernie, it's it's already connected. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, yeah. Comfort. I don't think comfort is gonna grow like that. You know, like it's not gonna be like Bernie for a, another 25, 30 years. Yeah. But it's happening. Yeah. Well, and also comfort and Kerrville. You know, they're yeah. not. That's there's a lot of yeah. growth on twenty seven right there. Twenty seven. Yeah, they they just upgraded the infrastructure in Center Point. Um, exactly. Yeah. The the sewer systems, everything. I think they're starting to sell alcohol finally downtown in Center Point and. I don't know if y'all been through there, but the, the little yeah, downtown little strip right there in Tampa. Is, is it actually coming back to life? Yeah, man. They, is they, it really? There's a bunch of renovation and stuff going on there. And yeah, I'm going to have to go check that out, man, because I have always thought Centerpoint had an awesome little downtown strip. Yeah, it's but cool. as long as I've been alive, that strip has been mostly boarded up and dead. No, dude. And they, they got it, some it, major it, restoration. I'm glad to hear it's coming back. They're also a river town. They're a Guadalupe yeah. river town. And they yeah. got a cool little area down they there. Are going, yeah, you know? they are. There's they're no going. reason for them not to be, you yeah. know, going on. But again, to to the point is, I think they're going to see a lot of development, and that actually 27 could become the the real development. Like before I 10 ever gets developed out out there, yeah. it really could become 27 between Comfort and Kerrville. That could be more like that's true. And changing this, for for Comfort more than San Antonio, even you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, and it's happening. I mean, 
Yeah. It's going to be happening right now. I, I play a gig out that way. I drive there every weekend with that I'm here and doing that gig. I drive out to Alamo Springs Cafe. Where's that? It's up right by Old Tunnel State Park. And you go up like south. Waring, yeah, yeah, it's Waring, down. Yeah, it it's actually de- it's actually closer to Fredericksburg. Like you're kind of by like Lukenbach and stuff. You just have to go, like in comfort, you got to turn off that road that takes you by the golf course, and yeah. you just ride that road almost all the way up to Fredericksburg, and then uh, it's out there. So it's in the hills. But I drive that route, and I see the change going on. Yeah, you know, I definitely see that it's it's picking up over there. There's a lot of development and road construction, and that usually means the same thing. Good for real estate, though, man. It's like, good crazy, for real estate. It's very, crazy. It's close different. to home. It's a different, yeah, very close to home. And it's nice being in this business, knowing that, that that's happening, that's going on. It's comforting, knowing that if you yeah. get out there and hustle and grind, most of the time you meet somebody that doing something in real estate. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. eventually you will. Yeah. And you can just pick up cards and, you know, just contact people. Is that what you do? Make calls a lot? Like, oh, dude. It's a it's a variety. I have to. I mean, I have to constantly keep in touch with hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hundreds of people all the time, just calling, checking on them, seeing if they need anything, seeing how how they're doing since they moved in. Everybody's situation changes. Life is different all the time. And then the cool thing is, like, you meet people, work for them, do a good job, become friends, and then they're like introducing you to kids or. Hey man, my parents are they're retired. They want to get closer to us. They're gonna sell their place over here, and they're coming up. Or hey, my son's looking for some land. Can you help him? Yeah, definitely, yeah. man. And the cool thing is, it doesn't it doesn't happen. Most of it doesn't happen like right now today. We're not going to find it right now. Like that buying yeah. process could take six months. Yeah, you could do it as quick as a month, month and a half. But a lot of times, I work with people for couple years like depending on their situation goes and goes and goes dude yeah helping them get qualified finding a lender helping them give them tips on their credit and a lot of stuff is repeat customers like you have people that come back to yeah the first thing i learned in real estate was the three r's that's what they told me in my class so it was referrals repeat business and i remember the third one (laughs) obviously it's not as important as the other one referrals and Repetition? Damn, no. I'll remember it. Reptiles. Fuck. Ramada. Ramones. The Ramones. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's the Ramones. You gotta listen to the Ramones. <laughs> Shit, man. All right, well, you know, other than that. What else have you been doing? Levi, nothing else, man? Just chilling, working? Yeah, chilling, working, man. Been doing a little, uh, you know, the other day I went into Kerrville and did some uh, some antique shopping and stuff. You know, went and checked out their antique mall. Have you ever been to the antique mall there on uh, on the downtown strip in Kerrville on Water Street? No. There's a big old two-story antique mall there. And, uh, like, when you get to the light there, just turn uh, turn right. It's, it's right about there. two blocks down. You okay. can't miss it. Yeah. Big old two-story antique mall, man. Went in there for just, like, 15 minutes the other day, man, and... Dude, I'm telling you, man. I mean, I didn't even begin to see what was in this story. It's it, it's it's two stories. It's big old. Uh, I guess it was probably like some kind of general store back in the day, but it's a big old store. Yeah. And uh, they had some really cool stuff in there, man. Really cool stuff. Not not just like your uh, your fake teaks, you know. Like yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you've been to the Bandera Antique Mall, but 
a lot of fake teaks in there, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, people you know, like that. Man. Oh, people are into the fake teaks. I've been in there. I'm hey, when that. you can buy the fake teaks for half the price of the real antiques, it's like, hey, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah. I wouldn't even know the difference. What yeah. is the difference? People just well, restore... like by fake teaks, I mean, I like. There's a lot of uh, places you go into, and it's like something that's obviously it was made to look. Old, you know what I'm saying? I see what you mean. Yeah, like that kind of thing. It was refurbished to actually look older than right. it really is. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, you learn something new every day. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I like to go. Yeah. I, I like to go antique shopping yeah. though, like like looking through stuff like that. If I'm gonna yeah. go shopping, always, lately I'm on the lookout for Coca-Cola stuff. I guess you can see there on the on the shelf there. I've been why? I've been looking. Why for is that? Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I'm way too white to collect Coca-Cola. To begin with, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Kind of <laughs> but no, uh, I don't know. You know, I'm, you know me. You know, I'm always looking for something new to collect. And so I will say lately, this. Lately, my phase is Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is collected like Coca-Cola has <laughs> gone under a series of events recently, actually, and we'll actually get into this. Maybe we'll tie into it with the next segment, actually. But Coca-Cola is one of these companies that is deciding to really get their hand in the political sphere these days. And so if you're, yeah. if actually what Levi's so, doing, so, you know, you, you, they you might know, not be around for as long as people think they are because I think the more businesses do that, is the way that business runs today that it seems to me, and I'm no freaking expert, but it just seems to me is like, pe pe like Coca-Cola, they're a publicly traded business. Yeah. That means they have shareholders and people that buy into their stock because they believe that it's going to have value and that it has right. value. But when they start to do that, they're basically subjecting half of their followers, at least, more or less, but yeah. around half of their followers, to say, I no longer want to follow you. So yeah. that makes them a lot smaller of a business, 50% yeah. less of a business. You know? I don't know, man. I really don't, I don't, I really don't think Coca-Cola is taking much of it. I think people are still buying just as much well, Coca-Cola as they were before. Well, here's the I problem. Mean, they, they might, own, they they might they make own so a Facebook much. post saying, oh, I don't like Coca-Cola. But then I guarantee you, seventy-five percent of those people I mean, are going about, out and buying a Coca-Cola uh, the next day. I think I mean, you got a point. You're drinking a Dr. Pepper that was bottled by Coca-Cola. Exactly. No, I know. Well, you're you right. See, they own a lot of things that people don't understand yeah. too, like vitamin water and yeah, all this I stuff that they own. Trouble, man. I think. Yeah. Think no, about no, all the Coca-Cola is. The board it's one of that, the most successful brand names in history, dude. They would you, have to do some really dumb shit. Yeah, and I, I don't think but they can do anything dumber than new Coke. Nike hired fucking <laughs> yeah. made money off of it. Yeah, no, that's true. But but again, how long does that really last? When I mean, man, business doesn't lie, and and yeah. these things take time. These things don't take a year, three years, or five years. It takes you know to build a company like that took a hundred years. Made in America, by the way. Same thing with Nike. Same thing with uh, you know because of the way this country is businesses like this came about and now they've gotten so large y'all are right that they're bigger than the country itself they've expanded their roots everywhere and but i i personally am of the belief that nothing is larger than life that everything has its fall everything that lives dies man everything that lives dies and how it comes about its death it it, it all depends nothing lasts forever man and you know i mean it's gonna it's gonna fade the at some point it's gonna fade and I think right now what you're seeing is a lot of institutions are – that that's the weirdness of what's going on. You know, yeah. you see the holes in these institutions. Oh, there's like, definitely a shift going on, that's for sure. And I mean, so Nike, you're right. They made a lot of money with Colin Kaepernick. But when Colin Kaepernick goes away and this fades, 
and all the people that they that they pushed away that maybe now follow something else that they can align more with or feel more comfortable with watching you know they'll never get those what if they don't get those people back what happens when they finally they don't get those people do. back they're, they're maybe maybe so maybe so but every I, I just I'm just of the belief that every place had like everything has its time. Nothing lasts forever. I mean I've always no, kind of thought that. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. But I mean I like think the East about India Disney. Trading Company lasted like three hundred years, something like that. I mean yeah, you know I don't think yeah, Coca-Cola's I mean, going, Coca -Cola's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm no, 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 no. Y'all are probably yeah. right. I mean and especially <laughs> with the fact that think about it. Every fast food restaurant has Coca Cola. They're gonna keep buying Coca Cola. Not just that. Like, They're gonna have the it. They're not gonna stop. You know. Sports teams, okay. NASCAR, fucking every event you could. Let's think stop. Of. Let's yeah, stop right there and let's go into the. Yeah. Let, no. Let's go into the next segment because it's going to be about this, and and I, I definitely wanted Kevin to be here for this one. All right, so we ended kind of talking about Coca Cola and uh, then the sports leagues and how they've had major influence, and I think they do still have major influence. Like when you look at their numbers on their games, they still get in the upper hundreds of thousands of people watching their major games, but that number has fallen drastically over the past five years. Like, there's no doubt about that. They have lost, like, a lot of their... And whether that's gone for good or if it's something that will come back after the political, you know, kind of uh, turmoil kind of settles or something like that, I don't know. Right. But for me personally, um, I, per I don't really care what side of it you're on. I think, like, when I watch sports, I love sports. I don't want to hear anything else. Yeah. I don't want to hear, like, if my kids and I are going to watch sports, like, we're going to sit down and watch a game. I don't want to hear about, I don't even like the commercials, much less any yeah. other messaging yeah. or anything, flat out. I'm actually somebody who doesn't even, I wouldn't even care if you played the national anthem before the game or not. I want to see a good football game, a good yeah. baseball game, right. a good, that's what I tune in for, dude. Like, I go to watch a movie. I don't want to see all this other. I want to watch that movie, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of my take on it. And I think that it's like it's hard for me to watch sports, dude. Like it's hard for me to put my kids in front of that when they're like, I feel like they're like purposefully taking a side, so like socially and politically, and like pushing things down people's throats. I feel like that they are doing that. That the mainstream and Hollywood and uh, big sports leagues are trying to do that more and more today. And I think it's a big mistake. And I like. If you want to believe something, you believe it. I, you know, you have the right to do that for damn sure. But we also have the right to not tune into it and to not want to watch it. Because if I want to watch, like, you know, if I want to watch something on politics or a political movement or, you know, something about history where people feel a certain way or then I, I want to tune into that separately. You know, I want to tune into that away from that. And uh, I don't, I, that's just... That's my opinion. That's how I take it. Yeah, and so, right. from my perspective, uh, like like Disney, like I have a hard time buying ESPN Plus. I love to watch the UFC. It's like my favorite. I, I enjoy to watch those guys. I respect those men and women both, really. Boxing too. I enjoy to watch it. But I have a hard time buying Disney Plus and buying ESPN because I feel like that they just try to like. I've never supported those people so they could tell me who I need to vote for or what I need to right. believe. Like yeah. that depends on where you live, dude. That's a state to state. But it those varies. Influences, those influences are always going to be there. Yeah. Like most of them, we don't even know about. Like most of the shit that we watch and, and so buy, it's so it's already all watered down by the time it gets to you and I. You know? Yeah. Like I, I'm, I agree, I agree with, with that. I agree with that too, though. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you, man. Like the sports and shit, nobody wants to see. 
that they want to sit down and that's their release. And yeah. I feel like they've gotten so big that it's all like they forget that the fans are what made them that big. You know what I mean? One of my favorite players, I'm a Houston fan, JJ Watt, dude. That guy yeah. played for the fans. Yeah, I, mean, I love would, that guy. He would yeah, come yeah, out in good. the media after the games and like apologize to the fans for not playing, like for not winning. You know, like look, and he always made it a point, like to all you season ticket holders, man. Like I'm sorry, we failed you guys, we failed you. But on on the bigger aspect, what you were talking about, the messages that they're trying to deliver to us. Fuck you, just let us watch the game. I would have yeah. just as much a problem with it if they were like on there, like. Talking about agriculture and like you know, like hey, everybody should have a farm. Everybody should have chickens. Everybody, I would say, shut up. I don't want to hear about that right now, dude. Want to watch the game? You know, like I do that to get away from that. You know, like and that's the thing is, man. And but it also shows how important sports and movies and like entertainment and release is. I think it is imperative for a country that has different, you know a country that is very large and encompasses a lot of different beliefs to have these similarities and these releases that they can turn to. Like sports is a big one because any type of like conflict, like you have Dallas team and they're like, oh dude, man, when we play Philly, you know, it's Dallas versus Philly, but we keep that contained within sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's always, it well, makes it, it takes that release. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. You know? But uh, you know, it is what it is, I guess at that point. But yeah, <laughs> I just feel like that it's very important for a society to have that. And I'm not downplaying the importance. And I'm not also, I'm not one of those guys like shut up and dribble or shut up and play. You're a human being. Everyone has the right to their opinions and their beliefs. But like, it's made me see as a musician, like, dude, keep that out of it. Keep that shit out of it. They don't, people don't go to hear stories to have you bring up all these negative stories and these negative opinions or push beliefs on them as a musician or an artist. That's not what, that, that's not what you're doing. That's not, that's not inclusive. That's not going to ease people. You're crossing the line into something that, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's such a fine line. Like, whenever you start talking about that crap, it's always, you're never going to find, you're never going to be 100% right. Yeah, that's that's right, yeah. You're always going to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, 100% of the time, true. it's guaranteed yeah. you're going to be wrong to somebody and a lot of fucking people out there, but you're never going to be 100% right. So yeah. you, if you think about it like that, like, dude. What am I making the big bucks to do? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's why I was able yeah. to do... So let me ask you this, and I'll ask both of y'all can answer, but Levi, I'll take this to you. When yeah. you see one of your favorite actors that you grew up watching or actresses that come out and like have this strong messaging, right? you know, what do you think? Does that kind of deter you a little bit from <laughs> Oh, that? yeah, man, definitely, dude. Like Jim Carrey. Dude, Jim Carrey, man, when I was growing up, he was my favorite actor, like hands down. Anytime during my childhood, if, you ca- if you'd have come up and been like, who's your favorite actor? Jim Carrey, without a, without hesitating, you know. I love All righty then. Yeah, dude, I love his movies, man. <laughs> and he's got some new ones coming out now. I know he's signed on for like a new Ace Ventura and a couple of new Mask movies. He was the uh, Eggman in Sonic, dude. Yeah, no, and the Ace Ventura one is getting made by the people who made Sonic. Yeah. So, so I like it. So I mean, who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe there's some hope for it. Yeah, he does. But I know that Jim Carrey has also become very outspoken in today's political climate. And so I'm kind of worried. But how has new... he? How has he? Like, it, what is? What's his messaging? Like, is it very? He. Got, yeah, I guess it doesn't know, matter. It doesn't matter. Put me on the spot. I can't even remember exactly what. Yeah, he's but saying. it really. I, just, I guess it doesn't I, matter. Yeah, but that's uh, the whole point, right? But the point is that I'm worried that there's gonna be, not even just with Jim Carrey. You know, Jim Carrey doesn't write the script. 
you know. Uh, but it's I'm just worried one. that there's <laughs> going to be some politically charged message in the movie, and it's just going to ruin it all, you know. Yeah. You take, like, take Dumb and Dumber, for, for example, you know. Dumb and Dumber is just a classic, classic comedy movie, man. You know, it's yeah. fun, you know. And, Maybe it's uh, one of the best. Maybe it's one of the there's most no, there's, there's no subliminal political message or anything like that in Dumb and Dumber, you know? It's just a good comedy movie, you know? And uh, so that's what uh, that's what I'm worried about is that, yeah. you know, a lot of these new... Uh, a lot of these new movies will be too politically charged, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? No, you know, you're probably right, and they probably will be. Uh, well, you know, maybe some of them will be, and maybe some of them won't have the, the the real time to do it. But what about you? Like, if you have an athlete that just you you super like, or a team, but they come out with these messages, does it deter you? I I personally like I think that my whole mindset towards everything changed whenever I got <laughs> like real life responsibilities, like with family and shit. Like, I don't yeah. look at anything the same anymore. So yeah. like, I'm not the same person I was five ten years. And at that point, I don't think that it would have bothered me at all. Like, whenever I was really watching them, like, I keep up with the Texans. That's my football team. That's it. I want to watch on Sunday. I want to watch their game. I don't give a fuck about any other team. <laughs> Are you going to stick with them this year after they felt like kind of, like, changed oh, yeah, everything yeah, up? Yeah, for sure, man. Does Deshaun Watson play for them this next year, you think? Uh, I think they're they're keeping the, the ace in their pocket, dude. He's His, his sports skills are incredible. I find it really hard to believe everything that's going on right now that all those women coming out and yeah, that's like crazy. they got 24 women that, that, that have come out and filed civil charges against him. Yeah. He's yeah. never had a blemish on his record. Yeah, that's crazy. Before. That's actually a really crazy story. And, and, uh, it goes you know, back to what we're talking about yeah. right now though. Like the fucking, the powers that be like, yeah, no, if man. you do the wrong thing and say the wrong thing, it doesn't matter. Not in yeah, the right yeah. Position, some people, crush you, but dude. see, some people fall faster and harder than others, and that's the whole thing too. And like we were go going back, this is only a person, Deshaun Watson, and who knows what the real story is. You know, I I don't I haven't studied enough to really know, but you know, he seems to have a lot going against him for sure. And we were earlier we were talking about like Coca Cola. You know, they're a huge this huge machine. Same thing with like the NFL or the MLB. The, the MLB right now, they're in a huge thing right now because they pulled their all-star game and their draft out of Atlanta and moved it over to Colorado because Georgia came out with these new voter laws. And, you know, I've never really looked into the voter laws, but I doubt that they're really that heinous. I couldn't imagine yeah, that they're okay. any more than anyone else to where they need to be pulling. Do you know what they are, Levi? Like, what the law and what I think it's just. I think it's just like something about requiring an ID to vote. You know, but it, which if requiring an ID to vote is racist, you know, I, I think I do, requiring I do. an ID to buy a gun is also racist. Well, it's also, I think it's, I think it's requiring an ID to vote mail-in voting and stuff like that. To But I, I, these are the things I've seen. I'm not sure. I've never actually read the exact bill to see exactly what it says, everything. But again, I just have a hard time. First of all, you should definitely have to have an ID to vote. That's just number one. Because if yeah. you don't, especially with all yeah. these people coming into the country, then let's just not vote anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's just not even vote anymore if that's the case, really. This is no point in doing yeah. it anymore. I think that's... So if that's the only thing. But either way... Honestly, I, e I honestly either, don't know. I just e I think either way, that's what it has something Either way, you have companies that are coming in and picking a side politically and actually punishing areas and businesses 
for no fault of their own. Think about all the businesses. They said there's 8,000 hotel rooms in the Atlanta area that are going to get probably canceled. Businesses that aren't going to be able to sell food that have already been through this. It's going to move over to Denver. You know, I mean, Atlanta is 49%. So, so, people, so you're telling me that big companies are like boycotting the actual city? Exactly. Yes. They're boycotting the state of Georgia. They're, no, they're boycotting the state of Georgia. Yeah, so they're pulling it up. Cost, or Denver is going to profit $240 million. And Atlanta is going to stand to lose up to like $100 million. Oh, they'll probably so, lose. And more than that, maybe. But that's that's just guesstimated by the past. Yeah. If Denver is going to make $240 million, and by the way, that's uh, what they would have probably got. This is Joe. Joe's this in the is house. Joe. Joe yeah. in the house. By he snuck way. in. Yeah. He, snuck he did in. the Undertaker cut the bowl. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right, Joe. It, and, you know, they were saying, like, the whole thing, especially with the Democratic Party, is they play on the minority vote, especially African American vote. And, like, Atlanta's well, a look 50%. How back, look how it's backfiring. Exactly. Back exactly. That's why I think this is pivotal, though. This for MLB is pivotal. Because, first of all, the MLB is not as strong as, like, the NBA and NFL. It's just lost a lot of, of lust over the years. You know how far, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. you no, know go how ahead. how far gone the politics are that you're talking about in California? I heard today that, that Caitlyn Jenner is going to, to run for governor. No way. <laughs> of California. Hey, They're fucking you know. safe. Oh, jeez. I mean. Holy cow. You know, it is. need an earthquake over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know, no, man. Good, uh, keep keep yeah. voting that way, Atlanta. Well, it's, the other is. thing, the other thing is a couple of a couple of weeks back, or actually maybe a couple of months ago, a month and a half ago, Levi and I were talking about this thing when we were just in here ranting by ourselves one night. It's called the Greater Idaho Project. Yeah, and it was uh where parts of states are wanting to branch off from Northern California and. Pretty much all of Oregon, yeah. Yeah, You hear with this, okay. Well, now it's also happening in sections of Minnesota, and going into North Dakota, parts of Minnesota are starting to talk about the same thing. And so this all stems into the same thing with businesses. You know, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing this, man. These lines are just being drawn, and and these businesses, like historically, they're, you know, what's going on is it's not really been seen in exact, you know, in an exact way, but. There have been instances where this doesn't go well for people. Like people that have been huge and have had this huge empire like Coca-Cola, they're going to take a hit, a big hit from having these stands. They're going to have to. You know, they shouldn't they should really try not to pick a side. You know, as a company who who has a bottom line basis, like if you have shareholders that have a bottom line way of thinking, you are you're shooting yourself in the foot. You know, because you you're this is just, it's never going to be right. Someone's always going to want to cancel you. It's always going to, you're going to break your following in half consistently. You're never going to make everybody happy. You but know, the, the only ones that really suffer whenever they take a hard stance and they're wrong are poor people, dude. Well, you're it's right like, about that. But it's they, us. We're the ones that fucking suffer. We're not the. We're we not, suffer more by drinking that shit, though. I'll tell you that right now. Because oh, yeah, it's for bad sure. for you, you know? Yeah. And that's the other side of this that we were going to talk about is the health. You know, it's like these companies bear no responsibility. You talk about the pandemic and why we're all suffering through this shit storm that these politicians pull over our eyes when they've allowed fucking companies like this to come in and just loop us up with bullshit our whole lives, you know? And pardon my French, but it's like, it's it's crazy, you know? That's the institutions that are designed for us to fail. Like, nobody learns how to maneuver through life 
without the, the fallacies that are stuck in front of our face all day, every day. And they're going to be forever unless it goes back to what we talked to about education. Like you have to be a willing participant and say, you know what? These people are miserable for doing X. So their result is Z. I'm not going to fucking do X. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be at that Z because I did X. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to figure this shit out for yourself. And that's what's hard. You only got one life. Life's short. Yeah. You want to be out chasing girls and and, and taking your raising family your family, yeah, and watching your kids, kids somewhere up. like different stages of life you're trying to enjoy, but you you don't even know like you can't even see the whole picture. Yeah. Like it's been it's been shielded from you your whole life, and that's I mean I don't think that goes. What I started with was saying that the, the poor people, us, we are the ones that fucking suffer. Yeah. The big guys, Coca Cola, ain't gonna suffer. They can pick a hard stance, be wrong. But they well, they what they won't do is they won't change their policy. They won't care until they do start to suffer. Once the CEOs and the big shareholders start to suffer, they'll change their stance. They will. That's why the people that trust them and say, "Oh yeah, Coca Cola's on our side," which I don't think very many people are, because people in Atlanta have to be absolutely pissed off that, that they would do that, that, that. This whole thing started with MLB and Coca Cola and Delta. You know, all speaking out against this. I'm, that that matters less to them than having to have an ID to vote. If you're an Atlanta business owner, I'm sure of it. So you know, they got two for Atlanta because I'm pretty sure Coca-Cola like started in Atlanta. I want to say sure this. That's like their headquarter city. I don't know. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's is. why yeah. they're speaking out. That's why Coca-Cola is speaking out about this, and yeah. Delta is also that way. It's an Atlanta-based corporation. Yeah. And so that's why they are speaking out. The MLB just boycotted it by pulling their game out. That's why it all kind of loops together. Right. But I also will say, too, about this is, uh, um, ah, well, shit, someone's going to have to bail me out because now I forgot. I'm going to try to thought. I'll come back. It'll come back. Here in a There's three R's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> But no, it's a, no. It, is a, it is a crazy time, and I feel like it's a really slippery slope uh, picking sides. And it's just, you're going to take a hit doing that. That's all I'm saying is, right. regardless of what side you pick or what side you're on. And honestly, like, I, I personally feel like politics isn't even fucking worth it. Like, you want to go to bat for one of these sides, they're both corrupt. You know, you want to go to, you know, they both showed to be corrupt over the years. So the best thing you can do is just be kind and be honest with the people who support you, your fans. You know, the people who buy your stuff and that way that, you know, the small people wouldn't lose because, you know, they'd have stake and, and they would feel valued. And, and in today's in today's climate, it's a mess, you know, and to get involved in that is just stupid. I don't I do not see why you would want to do that, why it would be smart for your business unless you just thought you're going to go overseas and your business is going to profit overseas more than it does in America and you're not, you don't care about the American audience because I just don't feel like that. Oh, that's what I was going to say about this, about cancel culture. And I wanted to bring this up another episode because I think like a lot of people are taking the Black Lives Matter movement and to people who that really matter to, like people who would feel, who would actually have a say so in that movement, uh, have been hijacked. And I think they were hijacked early with this hard really left, with this hard left, like cancel culture. You know, and I think they've just run together and people get it confused. Because look at the people who have really been canceled. Uncle Ben's, Land O'Lakes Indian, the uh, Cleveland Indians, the Washington Redskins, the Aunt Jemima. How many of those people are white that I just said got canceled? None. All are minorities that helped create 
that helped destroy yeah. those boundaries that separated us. They created a movement that destroyed their own history. Yeah, but it, they, but see, it's not oh, black. Well, it's, I mean, it's it's not it's not the Black Lives really, Matter like the those people that really that really believe in that message. It's not them. They're they got hijacked by a whole nother hard group of this cancel culture. Oh, they, they did. You know. You know, it's just like I mean, it, everything comes full circle. You know, it's coming all full circle. You know, even like the, even the civil rights movement is coming full circle now. I've heard that there's like, I can't remember the college. It's some little college you never even heard of before. Anyway. But they're doing like a segregated gradu graduation, like a, a black graduation, a Hispanic graduation. And it's wokeness. It's wokeness. This is like... So they're doing this yeah. all in the name of being... In the name of wokeness, you know? <laughs> I mean, really, but that, that's how, like, that's how what I'm saying is how the, the, these movements come full circle. They get hijacked and they come full circle. You it's know? actually a great question. I mean, it's a great question, what you asked. Why are they doing it? Why? Yeah, like what is it? What are they trying to achieve? Is there a goal behind the the different? No, and you are right. No, and Levi's trying to do it. Just, it is. It's just. It's just wokeness, man. It's just that, like you know, there's no end. There's the no reason. People need to have their own thing. They need to have their own graduation. I mean, yeah. But it's know, actually I'm, I'm the simplifying white... the shit out of it. I'm sure, but yeah, but, but yeah. I I don't think honestly, and I don't speak for anyone of any other of even. I don't speak for all white people, all black people, all anything. I speak for myself, but I couldn't imagine. There's a whole lot of any type of race that want to be separated no, like that. No. I, I don't think that's why people move to America. That's I don't think that's, that's the American dream. Yeah. I say this wokeness crap. Yeah. You know? yeah, no crazy. one even likes the wokeness crap, but it still prevails. So, yeah, it still prevails. Man. I, 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 I wonder I how much it, it does prevails, prevail. Though. I don't. Yeah, I no, I think you're right. It only prevails to those who buy into it. Like, come on, man. Just because... It's that goes for media, anything. Like, yeah. like this shit. Who owns CNN? Who owns all these outlets? Who owns what is not very many people out. yeah <laughs> who owns facebook like think about that those guys control the message man yeah like, and same thing with coca-cola you know the yeah. the, the the top they shareholders of that go okay so we go from deshaun watson who is best quarterback that houston's ever seen he's not happy he wants to leave uh-oh big bank comes in they're crushing him dude they're crushing him with a narrative he's never had a blemish on his record before ever okay that's owned. That message is owned and being delivered by whoever has the most money. And then there's a, the other one. It's like you, we, you were talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and, and it being heisted. And, and they took it from the people who really were trying to make a difference. Speaking out about George Floyd. Right. Okay. Just this past week or maybe, maybe two weeks ago, the trooper in Texas. Did y'all hear about the trooper that got shot? Yeah, 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 right when I left. Yeah, department or, or the uh, DPS trooper, he's, he's in me pulls Mexia, over. In Mexia, in Texas. Mejia, yeah, Mejia. Yeah, Mejia. Mejia. Right over there. <laughs> there I, 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 messed yeah. I messed that up. I messed that up so many too. times. Yeah, yeah. I worked with a guy who was from there. And he Good always, looking out there. No. <laughs> but no, he pulled over to help somebody that was stranded on the side of the road. And the guy killed him. No reason. How many people are going to hear about that? How many marches are going to happen because of that? Why isn't there outrage? What happened? Yeah. No, you're not. Nobody cares. It doesn't fit the narrative. God bless yeah. his family, and hopefully they do good. Yeah. But that message is not going to get spread. Big yeah. money is going to control the narrative. It doesn't so, fit the narrative. Yeah, like what, what you were saying, I don't think that the, the, the social media message is not going to prevail. Like that stuff, only to the people that buy into it and spend their, devote their days 
listening to it, reading it. Which I do think that those numbers are going to go down. Like I said earlier, I really feel like everything has a shelf life, man. Even our lives, even the Earth's life, you know, everything has a shelf Earth life that we know. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. Well, but the universe I mean, will swallow the, the Earth. I know. Yeah, for real. So I mean, Earth will be here, bro. But in the yeah. way, but in some form, maybe the matter will be yeah, around. Yeah, the but matter I mean, will be, it'll be absorbed into the sun. Earth still gonna win. I well, think by the time the sun is a red star. It will have engulfed the Earth's orbit. It will actually. I, yeah, I feel. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy to think. But from the reality that we know, everything has a shelf life, and whatever happens after that, then is left to our, our, you know, our faith and our belief. You know, and and that's like, this is what it is, right? I you know, put on a boat and burn out to sea, like in the movies, like the Vikings. The Vikings. You want a Viking funeral? Yeah. yeah. But that's also why it's so lives. stupid to fight over some of this shit that we fight amongst ourselves with these days, like. Like, I saw something, and I don't, like, this isn't, it's something that I do look for because the way my mind works, but, like, I also just, absor I absorb what I see, and, like, I had parts of my trip that were shitty, and I had parts of my trip that were great, and I was right outside of Houston, Texas, in Katy, Texas, and this was my last night of the trip. <laughs> yeah, but it was okay, and I drove all the way from Asheville, North Carolina to Katy in a day. We made a, it was a long trip. I got up in the morning to go downstairs to get a little coffee. And I see these two guys talking. And one guy is from South Carolina. One guy is from Denver. The guy from South Carolina has a mullet. Tall, skinny, white guy with a strict <laughs> southern accent, dude. And then the other guy from Denver is a, probably my height. He's a you know, pretty heavy set guy. And he's a black guy from Denver. And he had a, a hard, you know, hard accent as well. you know. And uh, these guys were sitting down there. The only two there. Shooting the shit. Talking. Laughing. You know, and I just thought, like, that's the type of things that I was seeing about the country. Like, people don't give a shit. Yeah, like, no. they, like, the news was on. They were laughing about it. Like, they're like, this is so stupid. Because they were also older, probably both in their young 60s. Yeah, you know, young. so they lived through that shit. Like, they saw their parents struggle through the fights. And, and I feel like that their narrative, like, for, for us as white people, the narrative we see about black people all not liking white people, I think that's false. I think that's bullshit. I don't no, think that's is. true at all. That is. That you know? I think everybody's. I think everybody has a decent side and everyone has a dark side and that's just up to those individuals to find it. But you're going to find diamonds everywhere you look and you're going to find pieces of coal everywhere you look, man. Like You can go into every race, country, and you're going to find that. It's just the way it is. We you can't devote our time being upset about shit that they want us to be upset about. Like, at least we have a choice to be upset. That's the way I look at it. Fuck it. You want to be mad? Be mad. Okay. I just do want it, comedy to come back, dude. You can make fun of southern white people all you want, dude. I'm cool with it. <laughs> just bring comedy back, dude. I won't complain. You know, we really want it back, dude. I'm yeah. tired. I think we miss it. I miss that more than anything. You know, and like, someone I was thinking about today, and we'll tie this into the next segment, uh, but let's just go to the next segment. How about that, man? We'll do that. All right, but uh, we were going to talk about... Uh, influences i guess I, I wanted to talk about someone that i was thinking about this earlier i was missing comedy and uh, we'll all probably have a different angle here but somebody that i just freaking love and i admire and i think you know again everybody has a shelf life and i think we've probably seen the best days of like comedy from this person with their shows that they did but i feel like that they just dave Chappelle for me was like Oh, man. Like, I, I miss that guy. Like, I miss the Chappelle show. I miss that, that era show. in comedy. I just feel Chappelle like he... Show. 
You know, Dave Chappelle just came along, man, and he just broke everything down, dude. Like, I feel like he just brought everyone together with his stuff and was always funny and, like, fair across the board, just made jokes, man, made people laugh and, like, brought out the best humor in every single thing he touched, you know? And I just miss, I miss that, dude. I miss things like that. I feel like they're so good for our society, dude. I, I, you know, I really do. Maybe I'm wrong, you know? It doesn't offend me when... They make a southern white joke, you know, or something, you know, because I, I don't, we don't live in those times a lot of times anymore. That's why it's funny. It's like, shit, we could bury that, you know, and uh, I just miss that. I really do, man. I like, I still watch, I have like his stand up uh, live at the Fillmore and dude, it is great. And he talks about like Sesame Street, you know, like, <laughs> you know, he's like, who'd want to go to Sesame Street, you know, six foot pigeons walking around, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's great. I love that guy, and I just think he did wonders, like, for people like myself, like, just, shit, I don't know, man. I, yeah, lo- I love his work. Definitely. You know? Even Half-Baked. Think about him back to Half-Baked, oh, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. he was iconic in that movie, dude. Like, that was, like, his first, <laughs> yeah. like, breakthrough thing, I think, really. But yeah. So, you have something, Levi, like, an entertainment uh, figure, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, someone that you really, like... Someone that really, like, you know, that I really looked up to as a kid. Or or either way, you know. uh, I mean, when it comes to, like, someone I looked up to as a kid, I would say, like, I don't know if he falls into entertainment or education. Both. Al Gore. Both. (laughs) 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 No. No. You better not say Al Gore. Government. I think he falls into both entertainment and education, and that is Steve Irwin, man. Steve Irwin was, like, my... Absolute yeah. role model as a kid, man. What I mean, does he I call into? That's, that's a good one. Man. A he naturalist, like he combined the two. Oh, you know? dude, Come yeah. On. We didn't deserve Steve Irwin, dude. We, yeah, we, he really, was... we really didn't. I mean, like... Nah, he was awesome. I mean, no, but yeah. I think, uh, as a kid, talking about people who, like, really influenced me and I looked up to, Steve Irwin was definitely one of them, man. I mean, yeah. dude, I mean, the legacy he created is just... I mean, look at his, look at his kids. You know, I didn't. I don't know if you saw his son just had a just had a baby. Yeah, I did uh, see that. I did see that. Son, his son just looks just like him. You know, they have nature shows and everything too. You know, they're they're carrying on his legacy at the Australian Zoo. You know, I, I mean, think that's it's just, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, who didn't watch Crocodile Hunter? Man, everybody. No, he was, and, but he was teaching people something and, like a connection with nature yeah. too. That he had such a passion for it. Yeah, it showed through the show. Like it was authentic. He loved that. You yeah. know, it wasn't just about... That's what... It was cool, man. That's a great one. Yeah. So Maybe what about you, Kevin? Do you have someone that like... I don't know. I've been thinking about it since you started this segment, and I'm like... Like... Uh, I don't know. I watched, I watched a lot of television growing up as a kid, you know, movies, but like a... What about like Adam Sandler? Is that somebody... Oh, yeah. I mean, I could I could have a list, like the, the, the <laughs> favorite movies and stuff, actors, Sandler, Chris Farley, freaking... Even... Uh, Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, oh, yeah. oh, Martin man, Lawrence with one, freaking dude. Martin, the old television show. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good one too. Yeah, man. dude, all yeah, of that, I all of that, that stuff was like, well, or no, it was called In Living Color, wasn't it? Like, In Living Color. But he yeah, did have he Martin was, too. Yes. Yeah, but he did have Martin too, right? Oh, okay. Martin, I don't, like I don't that, know. I don't know if that was a spinoff, but he did have that show, just Martin. Yeah, like that. That stuff was. I mean, that was good. That was, yeah. I mean, there was. There was uh, Family first... Matters, Full House, Saved oh, by the man. Bell, yeah, all dude. that stuff. Whenever dude. I was younger, I used to have this right? little yeah. bitty Full House. Eh. <laughs> Don't be crazy, man. I, I never liked. Oh, you Full didn't House. like Joey Gladstone? I didn't bro? like Full House. Oh, just, uh, 
I, watched I thought it, it was a I boring show. I thought it was a boring <laughs> show. I watched personally. it. No, I, I watched I that show. I watched yeah. Family Matters, which was uh, Steve Urkel. Yep. You know, that was, yeah, that uh, was that's a good huge. One. That yeah, was a great show. That's like after school, you go, go home, throw your backpack on the floor, and just yeah. chill out. With you didn't really have a choice. Yeah, no, what was really, on was on real. back yeah. then. You know, for real. It's like, that's it. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you got all this shit to pick from? Oh, yeah. It's incredible. You just sit down at the TV nowadays, you. Like like we were just talking about when we were kids, you know I'm sure the three of us probably grew up with cable with you know antenna on the side of the house and it, whatever channels it picked up that's what you got. Man. That's probably and, how uh, our parents felt about know? Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Blockbuster! I spent many a Saturday night in Blockbuster, but uh, uh, it's incredible, man. You sit down at the TV now and you literally, I mean, <laughs> if you got five bucks in your pocket or on on your account, you have access to like literally any piece of media that's ever been made. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. For real, it's out there. Dude. It's right there. It's it's at you, and like still, you're like, I don't know what to watch. <laughs> like, here's, the, here's the big question with that too: is like, where does it go from there? You know, I mean, like it almost. Yeah. Where does it go? I mean, and the other thing we were just talking about uh, was Space Jam, and they're coming out with this new Space Jam, yeah. and I'm not gonna be a hater. I I, pro- I would watch it if my kids wanted to watch it. I'm not gonna. I'm not a boycott. I'm not boycotting it. I just I don't really watch much movies. I'm like you. You. You described it for me with sports. Is like when I had a family and stuff. I just kind of changes. Disasso- I don't play it anymore. I just kind of disassociated. I don't watch it as much anymore. I'm not as it's not sold important. Into like, it you used to get like it used to be a routine type deal. Now <laughs> we got like real life shit going on. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. So that goes for movies too. But like, if my kids wanted to watch Space Jam, the new one coming out, I'll watch it. You know, I'll sit down with them. Uh, that'd be cool. But I just for me, I think you got to do new stuff. I think you just got to do new stuff. That's my that's my gripe on it is like that, man. Let you got LeBron James gonna start a movie. Let's do something creative. You know what I mean? Like be creative. Start something new. Start a new thing with him. You know you don't yeah. have to live in this. Do and and we were talking about it too with Ace Ventura three. Mm-hmm. Like that one, my kids, my two older kids have just watched Ace Ventura. They watched the second one first, and then they watched the first one finally, and they're like obsessed. You know, dude, they think it's hilarious, and it is, dude. It's great it's awesome. comedy. It's but, like it, it's it's what I grew up with. But if they make a third one, to me, it's like that's tough, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. It's gonna be hard to really not have critics of that. I feel like, you know? yeah. But no, I agree, man. I mean, the the uh, the third Ace Ventura. And so we were talking about this earlier. You know how I just I I don't know how if it's anything like Dumb and Dumber two, then. I don't even want to go watch it, man. You know, Dumb and Dumber 2 was just a waste of time, if you ask me. Uh, but, uh, I don't know if you you know, Adam Sandler is also coming out with a couple of new revamps, too. He's making a new Waterboy. Is he new, really? Yeah, new Waterboy and a new uh, Billy <laughs> Madison. Is this for sure, right? I, I read it. It was on one of the, uh, you know, I, call, I follow a couple of movie pages that, uh, and it was on one of them. They usually... You, you think he's gonna like pass the torch to different somebody different or something? Because I don't know. You know, you, I was thinking about that earlier. Just like, how do you continue Waterboy like twenty five years later? I don't know. That, like, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good I don't one. Know, you yeah. Know? Well, they can be. But, they're they're creative. I mean, yeah. they'll find creative ways. But that's not even the thing. Is just like reliving that magic and the time. Like something about movies is like the timing yeah. is always important. Right. You're and, not gonna recreate it. Yeah, you're just yeah. not. You know, it's gonna, people, it's gonna hit you different at a different stage of your life. Like it really yeah. is. Yeah, the people who have an, an emotional attachment to that are, you know, they're gonna have that expectation, and it's just impossible to recreate that. Yep. I I, I just feel that way for any movie. It's not like being hard on 
on anyone. I think it's just that way. I mean, when we grew up on Space Jam with Michael Jordan, it's going to be hard to surpass that. I've seen that movie, you know, it's been on in the background. I was never like a big fan of that movie, and I've seen that movie probably a hundred times. You know what I mean? Man, I mean, it's an iconic to, yeah. in our... In our. Oh, I used to watch it on repeat. You know, while I had it from Blockbuster, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, you paid the late fee at Blockbuster yeah. to get it in one more time, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so I just, it's nothing against, it's not like a knock on people that make it or people who play in it as much as it's just like, man, I just, you're not going to recreate that magic. I was like five when that came out or whatever. Yeah. I was eight, you know, whatever, however old, ten. I don't know. When that come out? Yeah. What, what year did that come out? I don't, I don't even know, know man. Like mid nineties, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Around so. the time that he retired, right? From yeah, right about that time. Yeah. Whenever Jordan retired from. Well, he'd already retired in the and... movie. In the movie, it shows he's already retired. Yeah, and he's yeah he went back, and played with so, Washington yeah. like in two thousand, even. But yeah, that yeah. was like when his first retirement or yeah, second retirement, because the first one was he did it for like a year, right? Because his dad passed away. Yeah, and then he came back. And won, till his cha- won a championship, right? <laughs> like, see, dude, he just... Take a break, play some baseball, my dad's favorite yeah. sport. Yeah, <laughs> played right field for the for the White Sox. Man, he got a White Sox hat on right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't think he was I don't think he was very good. No, I mean, not, he wasn't <laughs> professional level, but damn, he dude can do anything, probably. He probably oh, could have sure. He if probably could have gone there and boxed someone, you know, and done okay, you know. If, and, he devoted, if he devoted himself like he did to basketball and to baseball, there's no doubt. Like, he would have been a hell of an athlete. Athlete. He's just a great athlete, no doubt about it. And so is LeBron James. The guys like six foot seven, six foot eight, weighs two hundred and sixty pounds, runs and moves like he's five seven. Yeah, I mean, he's phenomenal. He's like, he could probably do anything. He's like really. thirty five, fucking balling with kids that are like eighteen to twenty three, <laughs> like still yeah. showing them up. That's incredible. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. amazing. You know, these athletes. See, that's why like they should just not really like they're amazing. You know, athletes, what they put their body through, like even playing through high school and college, like I deal with like injuries that I dealt with then that I still never got taken care of. There'll always be nagging injuries, you know? And uh, these guys, I don't know how they do it. They played through all that, still play professional, high level. I mean, I have a lot of respect for that. It's just, I'm saying like with with losing interest in it, because my son likes to watch football and he doesn't play or anything. He just likes to watch it. But even he like, doesn't want to watch all, like, he doesn't know, dude. He's, like, 12 yeah, years old. Saying, he's like, they probably don't even have an opinion. Like, my son watching He just wants to watch game, the game. My, my son comes in whenever I'm watching the game. He's like, who's the white team? Who's the red team? I'm going for it. And he always picks the winner. If whoever has the most points. If the red team's got more points, he said, I'm the red team, Dad. Ha! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, most of the time, the Texans are getting their ass whipped. Last yeah. year, we did a lot of that. So he's like, who's the blue team? Texas. My son really lost who's interest with COVID, too, because the scheduling of everything changed, and it was hard to follow anything. There was no consistent schedule. Yeah. And uh, I think he really, and I did, too. You know, I just, like, I, and I, I don't, I follow it as much as I can. Like, I didn't watch the bubble. Like, they put the NBA players in a bubble, and that shit is lame. If it takes no, away, If there's yeah. no fans in the no, stands I watching agree, the game, dude. like, come on, bro. Like, who's going to watch? I don't know. That's like watching a woman's. Um, camp consolation tournament bracket, and there's a lot of controversy on that right now. Sorry, ladies, girls' basketball is boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, that's my opinion. I'm not telling a bunch of people to fucking don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have your own opinion. Everyone has their own, you know. But that that's a, uh, you know, th- these uh these figures that we've seen uh, in the past, man. Like I think that. 
it's cool that they do that they stay active. You know, it's nice to see them still doing their thing, being creative. But just trying to recreate stuff for me, I'm I'm kind of out. You know, I kind of I mean, I'll probably watch like Ace Ventura if they come out with a new Billy Madison. I'm probably gonna watch it. Oh yeah. But I mean, I, I'm just hard pressed to think I'm gonna like it more than I was into the first one. It was a much different time in my life. You know, I don't even know that I'd go back and watch that one and think it was funny you know maybe when he pees his pants he's like it's funny he's like (laughs) (laughs) it takes you back going back and watching it takes you back to when like you first watched it i haven't seen that movie in a long time yeah it's been a long time since i watched that movie you know but what about the titanic did y'all watch that one oh yeah titanic oh yeah everybody's yeah that's probably like one of the most watched movies (laughs) i don't know what, uh, is, what is? What do you think one of the most watched movies is? Like, if you really had to think about it. Jaws? Jurassic Park. Jaws yeah. Or Jaws. I, you know, I don't know, man. I've Independence met quite Day. a few people. Quite a few grown adults who have not watched Jaws. Star Wars. Uh, Star, yeah, Star Wars is probably one Star of them. Wars, yeah. yeah. Uh, Half-baked. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Home Alone, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, not. Uh, you know? But you know. also have to think about what crosses, like, what got made in all countries. Like, what movies. I think Independence Day would be one that probably crossed some boundaries, you know? Yeah. But, like, something like Home Alone, it's probably really an American-based yeah. movie, mostly. Especially with Donald Trump there in number two. Jurassic Park <laughs> is one of the biggest titles ever made. I, and I think that... Yeah, um, yeah, that's if, right. If, if you actually tallied up, like, the most watched movies, like, who all seen that? I'll bet Avatar. Jurassic Park is on that. Yeah, that's a good one. Avatar. Avatar. That's a, that's yeah, right. they're, they're about to release the second one now, man. Dude. Really? Yep. I didn't even know there was going to be a second one. Oh, dude, he's he's going to make like four of those movies, he said. But each one of them is going to take who, like 15 years to who make. Who makes that? Who is the creator of that movie? Uh, James Cameron. James Titanic. Cameron. Man, as soon as Titanic was done, James Cameron started working on Avatar. Like, that's how long it took, man. (laughs) Like, he takes a long time, but his movies are like four hours long, and they're always good movies. They deliver. You You see the double double box over there with the Titanic. Yeah, the double box. Uh, You know, it's funny, man, all those old movies they used to put in double boxes, you know, and it was always like the longer movies, right? But I have Lonesome Dove. And Lonesome Dove is like five hours long. It's very long, yeah. And I have the entire movie on one cassette. And so, I always, thought, you know, I always knew from an early age, like those those double boxers. They're just uh, they're just trying to get you to pay for those two boxes. Yeah, they're selling you a little bit. Yeah. Marketing ploy. Yeah. So, you know, actually, the guy who wrote the book, Lonesome Dove, Larry McMurtry, he just passed away not too long ago. Yeah, I heard about that, man. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, so that's that's actually an iconic. I've always liked the western movies a lot. Oh, you know, yeah. Tombstone's like one of my favorite movies. That's what I was gonna say. So so the, uh, as far as influence goes, whenever I was younger, I'm gonna go with Zorro, man. I used to I used to watch. I had a little TV in my room, like small little like 12 inch television that had the the um, the VHS connected to it, and yeah. I, I would watch every night like at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or something. The old Zorro, the black and white oh, Zorro yeah. would come on, and that's yeah. what I would watch until I fell asleep, dude. That, that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, no, I forget Zorro about Zorro. Like, oh, man, yeah, I, I never realized how old yeah. Zorro was. It's like the character Zorro is like over a hundred years old. Yeah, that's that's like, like one of the classic. Like, it's American say. folklore at this yeah. point, really, it really is, man. Just yeah. like the Three Stooges, you know, like they're like American folklore. You know, they they're like a story of that time, that era. Yeah, Zorro's that way. I remember Zorro, man. Kind of like uh, what is like um, 
not Zelda, but they had like um, oh man, what was that like a uh, there was like a, a a lady figure, like a not like Hercules for women, kind of right, like there was Zena, like Zena or something, Zena, yeah, right, yeah. like warrior princess, like yeah. that whole. I don't know how uh, old that character was, but that was definitely when we were growing up, you know. I thought that was like China from WWE or something. Yeah, well, that was another one. She was a huge influence when she came up. WWE was huge, a huge influence for me growing up. Like it was WWF back then. But, like, my dad took me front row. I sat front row in the third grade. Yeah. Like, saw, like, The Undertaker and Bret Hart and, like, some of those classic figures, Shawn Michaels, you know, oh, San dude, Antonio. I got to see Sting come out of the rafters right in front of me, dude. Britain. Yeah. Going great. down to the stage. That was badass. <laughs> yeah. That was badass. It was good entertainment, dude. Me and my brother, we went. My parents, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, dude. They just, they sent us in a van with, a, with another dude from the town. We used to all meet at the little cafe. Like, the whole town would meet at this cafe, and they had a big screen TV in there, and every, like, Wednesday or Thursday, we'd all watch WWF. <laughs> Freaking nice. Ric Flair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, were you into that ever? No, I honestly was never into the wrestling thing. Yeah. Ne- ne- uh, neither one of my parents watched it, and so, I mean, like, my dad didn't watch it, and so I just never did get into it, man, yeah. And I was... I, I, mean, was, I remember it being on TV. I definitely remember it being on TV. Yeah, I was I into it to a certain point, and then I just, like, lost uh, interest in it, but... Yeah. I was into it when I was into it. I, yeah. I was I was diehard when I was young, for sure. I was... You know, me and my friends were giving each other the Stone Cold Stunner and shit. Like, oh, we yeah, were, dude, you're stunning We people. were definitely, like, doing that. Remember the, the Rock? Like, <laughs> hey, son, you want my autograph? What's your name? It doesn't matter what your <laughs> name is. Yeah, that dude, motherfucker yeah. was so he would hit the kids with that, and they'd be I mean, all dude, the rock, rip the, up the thing that they were signing. The Rock has become like one of the most influential figures. Like, uh, yeah, he has like the largest presidential bid. He's yeah. like, he started out raising his eyebrows. He, you know, he really played <laughs> defensive end for Miami. Well, what the Rock is cooking? He wanted to be a pro football player. I know more man. about WWE through memes than anything else. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. That's a it's a constant meme over there yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I haven't followed it. I don't know anything about it today. But back in the day, I was definitely into it. But The Rock was actually a defensive end for Miami. Yeah, and really was wanted to be a football player, and then went into wrestling like a backup, and then acting just has really always had success. It seems like no matter because he's so animated, dude, and he's freaking yeah. enormous. Like yeah, he is. Man. He works hard, you know. I mean, yeah, like he's, he's working. I'm not denying that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. He's on the grind, man. I wonder, like, dude, damn, man. He's probably eating a steak right now. Yeah. <laughs> probably working out, doing Wherever some curls. Wherever he is, the rock is eating a steak. Doing some curls, eating a steak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> doing some leg presses yeah. or something. He's, dude. like, about to go to sleep doing leg presses. No, for real, man. He'll, like, <laughs> post, steak. He'll like post up at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, dude, like, getting some leg squats in. It's like, bro, get some yeah. sleep, dude. Damn, but it pays off for him, man. Like, for real. Some people just have it down. You know, they just have their their schedule down. It works for them, but yeah. it's the crazy. Funny, funny shit, like, nowadays seeing The Rock and um, Kevin Hart, they go back and forth yes. a lot. Like, yeah, Kevin Hart's another yes. one that's pretty funny, Well, they dude. contradict each other so well. Yeah, oh, they do. It's yes, like, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> they it's perfect. Kevin Hart's funny to watch, man. I really enjoy watching his stuff, dude. He makes me laugh a lot, actually. One oh, of the funniest yeah. things I've ever seen. Y'all should look it up. It's uh, Kevin Hart... Shows up to the Rock's house. It's like around Halloween or something, and he's he found an old um, 
in acting they have headshots so you have to have like perfect headshot or body picture you know and the rock is wearing some ridiculous like fucking late 80s 90s shit it's like a black turtleneck with the fucking gold chain and his I've hair seen is, the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah his hair is yeah. all curly and shit. Yeah, I've seen that. So yeah. Ke- did you see where Kevin Hart shows up at his door dressed like that? <laughs> he's uh-huh. wearing like a fanny pack. Kevin Hart's like, or The Rock comes out. He's like, "What are you doing, Kevin?" He's like, "Hey, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Look at me. Who am I?" He's like, "Why are you dressed like that? Why are you dressed so ridiculous?" He's like, "Look at me. Look at me. Who am I? Who am I?" <laughs> it's freaking yeah, hilarious, awesome. dude. It is good, man. You gotta look that up, man. Yeah, that's I I, I watch his uh he has that that podcast that that video cast or whatever where he does cold as balls. Have y'all ever seen that? Uh-uh. I look up Kevin Hart cold as balls, dude. I don't know really? if he still does it, but he like goes with like athletes or like uh you know oh, well, figures, they the ice and they sit in the ice yeah, bath. Yeah, 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 and then he talks to them about questions. Hey, as a matter of fact, he had Ric Flair. He had Ric Flair no, on there. Didn't. Yeah, he did. Like, oh, wow. I think that was one of his more later ones. But, uh, dude, some of them are super funny, man. I mean, I always think he's funny, but like, it's it's good, dude. He's funny guy, man. You know, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock is another really funny guy, man. Like, Chris yeah, Rock is. is another good comedian. I liked, uh, I like George Carlin. You know, a Carlin, lot. Of, Carlin is amazing, man. Like. Some of the some of his stuff in his stand up, I can, I don't know how he remembers all that shit. But I heard that he like goes on the road and like does, like show after show after show after show after show after show. Like he lives on the road. Yeah, I like Steve Martin too. Man, he's another one. You know, another good comedian. Uh, but all all I just wish comedy would come back at the end of the day, dude. Like that's my finale right there, dude. Like I I just want to see like Bill Burr's another one that I've gotten oh, into. Oh, he's great. He's he's pretty funny, man. Yeah. I, know, I showed Levi Ronnie Ching. Yes. Ronnie Ching is pretty he's good. He's good dude. one too. He's like a he's actually like an attorney, but he does stand up. What's his name? Ronnie Ching. Okay, I'll look him up yeah. too, yeah. man. He's and so um, even Joe Rogan has some really good Netflix specials, dude. Have y'all ever heard of Theo Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah, Theo Vaughn's yeah. another funny guy too, man. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. Dude. He's got the mullet going, you know. He's just, uh, you know, kind of doing his thing. It's a good time for comedy, but I feel like a lot of comedians and probably musicians the same feel obligated to speak to the times and not just be authentic. And that's why a lot of them just right now just sit it out, just like sit on the sidelines, like let's see how this plays out, you know. Because you just don't see a whole lot of specials and stuff coming out right now. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's because of COVID, but I also think a lot of it is because of, like, people just don't want to say the wrong shit, you know? So I heard this yesterday on NPR, dude. Speaking of, like, people saying the wrong shit in COVID, there was a, there's, a, there's a whole country. Their media outlet is owned by some billionaire there, and they advertised or, or they showed something in their news that was showing people how America was marketing COVID-19. And what they showed was a clip of, like, Jimmy Fallon or some bullshit like that. And it was, like, a small commercial that they had made up. And it was it was, um, it was was supposed to be funny. Like, they were making fun of the COVID vaccination and, and how much attention Pfizer got from making their vaccination. But this other country aired it like it was how America is selling the COVID vaccination. And it's it, this guy that's sitting with this chick and they're out for dinner and he's like, oh, I got you something. And he pulls out this ring box and she's like, oh, finally. And he goes, I know. And he gets down on one knee, you know, and opens it up 
And it's like, the COVID vaccination from <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> but this whole, co- this country said that that's like how America's pushing it. And like, all these people are getting this message from their fucking news outlet, dude. Yeah. Like, that's how fucked up this whole situation is. Yeah, that's like, messed up. That's crazy, man. Well, let's just go into our last segment. We'll end. Yeah. We'll end right there and go into our last segment for the day. But uh, yeah, no, I no, off, I went off track. No, no not at all. Actually, right on track because this is the next. It's Fucking literally, um, it's like the it. Like 2019 was literally. We will look back on it when we are old. It will be in our memories the end of an era. Yeah. Like no shit. This yeah. is gonna change everything when yeah, it comes we, to like business and how the world works and all that. Kind yeah, of shit. we are rolling too. So that's yeah. how we started off, and that's exactly right. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, COVID-19, because you were talking about media and their coverage of things. And, man, I just think one thing that has really showcased through, like, 2020, to me, is just hypocrisy, especially in media. You know, it's just, man, like, the media is the worst. Like, it's unbelievable. It's really just unbelievable. Like, Kevin was saying, it's hard to believe anything you hear at all. Like, I don't even... At this point, man, like... Not hard to believe. I don't believe anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I didn't see it... There's just an agenda to everything. You know, I think that's the main point. It's like, everyone has an agenda, especially politically. You know, there's nothing political that's like for the people or for the greater good, really. It's all agenda-based politics. It's all... I think people are just fed up, dude, and... You know, there was a sign when I was on the trip. Uh, I was in the mountains of North Carolina, right by Tennessee, North Carolina border. And uh, there was this little coffee shop in the middle of the mountains, in the Smoky Mountains, pretty much. And it was really actually kind of weird because of its location, but it was awesome, like a little cabin. They were very nice, but they had a, a mask policy and only three people inside the little coffee shop at one time. And it said, on the sign, it said, uh, just wear the mask, this is not political. And it just, I thought about that. And I just thought to me, like, to them, they don't mean for it to be political because they want to keep people safe to come in their coffee shop. But to say it's not political is impossible. Yeah. This is so political. And it's become just such a political thing. Everything about it's political because the politics of the government and other people came in and tried to dictate what everyone was doing and try to control everything. Oh, they and did. That's, they did. Yeah, they they, they, they shut everything down. down. Yeah, exactly. They shut everyone down. The great 2019 shutdown of Moffat Park. Yeah. <laughs> did they in shut Medina, down Moffat Park? Yeah, dude. <laughs> in 2020, they did, they yeah. Put, they put signs up and... Like, I mean, it's unbelievable yeah, what it happened. It is. It's unbelievable. I'm. Tra- I'm. Uh, that was a bad joke, but yeah. no, 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 no. It's not a bad joke no, at all. Really, it's hilarious. And it's just, it's, just for the audience, Moffat Park is this little insignificant strip of land here in Medina by the like, river. That typically... yeah. They, oh man, they actually wasted the money to print up this big sign, like by ordinance, whatever. This Look, park is that no river idea. will have bacteria I some did. years, and they know the bacteria levels, and they still don't shut it down for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know, but they shut it down for this. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the hypocrisy, yeah. the hypocrisy and, and, in this past year, in twenty twenty, I, I can't even believe it. I, it, it. It's unbelievable. The it's grip, really man. unbelievable. And listen, the mask thing. I don't care if people wear a mask. I really don't. I don't want to be a guy that shames people for wearing masks. But it's just gotten to the point where I'm so sick of it, dude. Like I'm so sick of the mask thing. I'm so sick of the stupid. 
get out of your car. Make sure you got your mask. Like, we, dude, just go. Just live your fucking life. Like, stop pretending that that's an effective way to move forward. It's so, it's so silly to me. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And guess what? I don't have to get it. I live in a country in a place where I don't have to get it and I don't have to do it. And I've just gotten to the point where I less and less do I want to do it. If a place, if a place that I'm playing at pays me and I'm a paying, I'm basically a contractor, I'll respect their, their rules as long as I have to respect their rules to play there. I want to do that. But going into a place as a paying customer at this point, I'm just going to move on. I, I just don't even care to go and do that. I don't, I definitely don't want to put it on my kids. I don't want to teach my kids that that's right. It's not the way we respire naturally. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in putting a mask over your face. I don't believe it's effective. And I, I think it's, it almost makes me sad sometimes when I see people that feel like they have to do that and go places and have to do that. You don't have to do that. You, you know, you really don't have to do that. And I think it's ridiculous that people feel like they have to do that to their kids. And, uh, for you know, if you had to do that for a couple of weeks, because sometimes I don't even see that. I'm sorry, I just don't. And call me crazy. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but how someone thought that's an effective strategy to stop something like COVID nineteen is beyond yeah. me. It's beyond me. I don't think it is. And as yeah, I just and now we're moving into the vaccination thing, yep. where they're trying to enforce this vaccination on people, and they never will be able to. So I, I'm not scared that that's really going to happen. But they're going to make living life a lot harder. When I was on my trip to another thing I saw was on the way there, I stopped in Hope, Arkansas, the birthplace of Bill Clinton, you know, smoked a cigar and didn't <laughs> inhale, baby, you know, no, I'm just kidding, but, uh, I, I did, I did, I get uh, the reference. no, I, I did, uh, I, yeah, I did stop there and it was a great little town actually and I, and I enjoyed it, but we always stop somewhere where there's an indoor pool so our kids can swim in the pool because it's cold still and, uh, so we stopped there, they swam in the pool. Then we got to West Virginia, super kind of more liberal place. We stopped in Charleston. So it was, you know, West Virginia, like that part of it. West Virginia itself wasn't that way necessarily. Right. But, uh, you know, the mask mandates were strict, but the pool was open. I actually had a very nice pool and uh, the kids really enjoyed it. They had like these purple lights on the pool and stuff. It was a great time. On the way back, we stopped in North Carolina. They have the pool open. The next night, we're going to stay in southern Louisiana. No pool in Louisiana is allowed to be open. But malls are full, parking lots are full, shopping centers are full, movie theaters are open. You can't have an indoor pool open at a hotel. You know, yes. so, so then we wow. call Texas. I'm like, let's just drive to Texas. Let's just keep going. We'll take the few extra hours, drive all the way into Texas. Call, call Eastern Texas. No pools are open in Texas. They're not, they're not open in the indoor pools. The hotels. So, like... It's, it's so weird, dude. It's just, it's weird, so man. strange to me. Like, they make it harder for you to live your yeah. life with this shit. And that's what's so frustrating to me. It's like, dude, I will take the risk on my own. Hire an employee, an extra employee, and, and like, open up your shit, man. It, it's yeah. amazing to me. Like, you should not be dictated to have to do that. You know, no. you should say at your own risk, look, this is what's going on. If you want to swim, we offer that service, swim. At this point, it's like, what more do you need to know? It's gone too far to me. It's just gone yeah. too far. I don't want to live the best years of my life in fear. I'm sorry. You know, it, and, and the other side of this, from the very get-go, if they wanted to make a difference in people's lives, really, they would have been preaching how to get healthy. Get outside and exercise. If you're overweight, really overweight, and 
don't go out there and start running five miles a day. That's not what you're saying. But start taking a walk. Stop drinking bad stuff for you. Stop eating bad stuff for you. Stop doing bad stuff for you. That's a way to change your life. You're not going to change it by making everyone else wear a mask that doesn't want to fucking wear a mask. You're just going to make people mad. And it's just insane to me that like, it's not an effective policy. And they weren't, no one's even preaching how to get healthy, how to make a society more healthy. Like America is a hugely unhealthy society. It's crazy. It's really sad, actually, to watch in some terrible, ways. It's and, and it's very bad. And to, our, to people's defense, I understand. It's easy. It's a fast-paced life. If you want to make it, you got to go. you got to eat fast food. you got to drink something to keep you awake. you got to drink more coffee. It's like we live in this society that promotes that, and I think it's dangerous, and I think that's the real health hazard. And that's where it really comes. When you have something break out, even a bad flu season, it makes a lot more people susceptible. But for the people who take the precautions in their life and try to remain healthy, you're going to make them have to suffer for other people. And I don't think they mind doing that but for a little while. But for a year, you're going to mandate them and their kids to wear a mask everywhere they go, shut down everything. We were given uh, like uh, tickets for Christmas to Six Flags, Legoland, the aquarium, we what, we don't get our money back. They all shut down. They, they none of them, and I don't want to go back until they lift their mask mandate. Said not putting a mask on my kids. I'm not showing them. That's the way we breathe. Because guess what? It's not. Yeah. If I was born with the mask on my face, that'd be good. And if people are like, well, what are you going to places naked? I mean, I, I like to dress in minimal clothes. Yeah, I like to live where it's warm and dress in minimal clothes. I don't care. Do I walk around naked? No. I understand the, you know. But that's a whole different thing than breathing. Yeah. You know, that's a whole different thing than respiring, taking in oxygen cleanly and respiring cleanly. That's a whole different thing yeah. than wearing something that covers your junk. You know, and so also, I mean, I mean, you want to talk about the masks? Let's talk about the environmental issue, man. You're talking about a huge pollution issue with these masks. I I don't remember exactly what the number was, but like. Hundreds of millions, if not billions, of these masks have already ended up in the ocean. Yeah, you know. For sure. And I mean, have you seen them on the streets? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Every parking lot you go to, you see a mask because people, people literally just go to when they get to their car. You know, they've got a box of disposable um, masks in there, so they just take the mask off that they were wearing. You know, some people wear the ones that you wear. some people wear the same mask all the time, which I think is, if you're going to wear masks, you should probably do the disposable ones. Just dispose of them in a, in a, <laughs> in a uh, responsible way. You know, don't throw them on the ground. I mean, that's a huge Yeah, if there's something that's going to make thing, me man. sick, it's going to be my fucking mask because I'm not the guy that gets home and like puts it in the laundry bag. Yeah, it's like, what, do I have something to cover my face, yeah, yeah. you know? I'm like, fuck, where's my mask? Oh, shoot, it was on the floorboard of my truck and I kicked it under my seat and now, okay. But yeah, I have to have it, it but face. I have to have it, yeah. yeah strap strap it to well, here's the question. And then you walk Would in you... and the fucking manager's over there in the back without one talking to somebody. If we move yeah. on and COVID-19's like the flu, where every year it comes to a season, will you wear a mask if you have a choice? Would you wear a mask? No. Me neither. I wouldn't either, and that should that's that's the but, whole thing. Is yeah, but if you, but if you to, would, if, if you would, sick, then do it. By all means, that's yeah, what they're, you know. But they're now they're rolling out with these vaccines, and it's it's going to be like a vaccine season because 
that now they're they're coming out with all these new uh, strains. Now we you know you not just got you don't just have to be afraid of the plain old COVID nineteen anymore. Now they got like five new strains. Yeah. And so every year there's going to be just like the flu. You know, you know, why do we not have yeah, a virus for the, I mean, uh, why do we not have a uh, vaccine for the flu? Because it, it mutates constantly. You can't yeah. box the flu in. It's the same thing with this COVID thing. You're never you also be able can't to stop it, it with yeah. You can't stop okay. it with mask as well. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's just not a long term. We just solution. have to you know do what humans have done since uh, you know we've been on this planet and live with the, with the virus. Yeah. So what are we gonna do about five G? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, what are we gonna shit. do about five G? We're gonna How absorb is the mask. Gonna stop. The we're gonna 5G? absorb. What we're gonna do with five G is we're gonna absorb yeah, all this information <laughs> even faster. Yeah. You know all this negative information. Aluminum you know, they, they make these pouches. Are mandatory. They make these pouches that you can supposedly put your phone in, and no signal can reach it. Like it's supposed to be like a privacy pouch. You put it in there. So what you need for the five G, Kevin? You need like a whole suit. That's made out of this material. But what about all the right? It's gonna bounce all those G's right back off you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a G <laughs> thing, dude. It's a G thing. No. G's. The G's. The G's. I'll tell you what, though. After 2020, after 2020, honestly, fuck, I, I'm open. I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to whatever at this point. I have no idea what's going on. You know, anymore, really. Uh, I feel People like that just everything. Need to stop fighting about shit, dude. Like, stop yeah. fighting with each other about this. Yeah, but that, that is true. But at the same time, it's like, what, are you gonna, what do you do when you're forced to wear a mask everywhere you go? Or you, you know, you, you're forced to get a vaccination travel. You're forced to vaccinate your kids uh, if you don't want to give them another vaccination. And, you know, I'd have to do more research. And there's, you know, people always bring up the polio vaccination. You know, but... I, I it's come a long way since the polio vaccination. That this is a different thing today. It's right. not even the same. And I I would imagine that even people back then were hesitant, you know, and, ske- and very skeptical. It's not something that everybody was just like, thank God, you know, save the world. Like this should yeah. be something that you get the choice on. If the vaccination if the vaccination works so well, it doesn't matter if people don't get vaccinated. You're vaccinated. Yeah. So you're good. You should be good. And if it's not, then you should. What are you even taking it for? Right. And like my mom got the vaccination because she works in a hospital and she has to, you know, keep up with all that stuff. She did, but she doesn't want to wear a mask. But she still has to wear a mask. She still has to social distance. She had to get the vaccination. It's like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, I don't even want even to do, do any of it. You know, I just want to not even go to work. You know, it's like, damn. But is it, I mean, you think it's going to get to the point where it's going to be criminal to fucking in not some places, have a In some places, no, it's they won't possible. Do it, they won't make it criminal. What they'll do is, like what we were talking about earlier, man, what they'll do is they'll use the corporations, they'll use the businesses to make it to where, like, you're not a criminal, but you can't, you stay can't in a hotel. do anything. You can't, like, you, you can't, can't fly. go shopping. You can't get a hotel. You can't do, yeah, you can't, I mean... They will. They won't make it. Uh, that's not gonna work, dude. That's well, it, well, be... where where we live, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But where you're gonna see this is in some places that big like, cities. Like yeah. New York. Well, not only yeah, just more liberal states like Canada. And I don't know the exact law here, but I do know that Canada like introduced something to where if you travel into the country and you test positive for COVID nineteen, you have to mandatory go quarantine in a government site for so many days. So, like, if you travel in with your family and they test you, if you go into Canada with your family and they test you, they'll take you and you test positive, 
They'll take you to a government site and you have to stay there and quarantine there. Mandatory. And they separate you from your family. Yeah, you have to go quarantine. If somebody tries to do that to me... Yeah. Bro, but this is what I'm saying. But this is already happening. So do I think some places will do it? I know some places will do it. Especially after traveling. Some of these people in government today are on such a massive power trip. It almost can be compared to some of the more crazy times in history yeah where you just and you're it's not just one Nazis. person well i'm talking and well well i don't want to say <laughs> hitler specifically because hitler was bad for our time it was so close to us right that we we think of him as like the worst but there was people all throughout history that like continuously or groups of people that just get on this trip man like they, that's why the sayings are like what is it wait no it's like power corrupts yeah. Absolute, power absolute power corrupts. corrupts absolutely. Like all these sayings are there for a reason. They're ancient for a reason. It doesn't matter what side of the world they're on or what color they are. Or what it, it's always the same. It ends up being the same thing. And uh, COVID-19 is like a real hard push for control. And to me, that's all I see it as at this point. Because I feel like a lot of people genuinely are scared of it and genuinely want to do good and are trying to help people out. And that's fair, and I, I applaud people for living that way and for being concerned with people. But, like, I see one thing is, like, p- people laugh. They're like, I can't believe some people wear bandanas as a mask. You know, that does, they need to be having the N95 if it's going to work. And it's like, look, the only reason I put this bandana on my face is because you told me I'm protecting someone else. Because if you tell me that I'm not, then I don't want to wear anything. Yeah. To hell with your N95. You know, this bandana is the only thing I'll do. It's as far as I'll go. Yeah. I'm not putting an N95 on my face and walking around. Right. You know, and that's that's it. You know, so like, that's, to me, it, it begins and ends there. And I definitely don't want to do it for more than a year. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, honestly, it's man, out of like, control. Have you gotten blowback anywhere for like not having it? Like, serious, yeah, dude, like dude, my, my, my wife, dude. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. tell this story, man, but I'll, I'll, I'll put her on the spot, dude. But see, I'm pretty, like, I'm, I'm, I don't like confrontation, like because when I get mad, I I I like yeah, I just don't like to be that way. It puts me in an uncomfortable situation, you know. And so I always stay. I try to really try to stay level headed, and that's why I like to exercise as well because I feel like it helps you with that. It's you know, with everything, yeah. No. So, but so we were in a coffee shop in Gettysburg, and we're gonna drive through the where they had the battle of Gettysburg, get a coffee, get a muffin, fucking quiche. You know what I'm saying? And drive through where these people shed their blood in a day for this country that we've turned upside down, especially because of stupid-ass universities and stupid things that they keep teaching. There's no doubt about it that that's a crux of the problem. It's, it's absolutely. And this is another college town, and there was a college chick working in this coffee shop, and they were maskers, hardcore. Oh, yeah. It's a small coffee <coughs> shop. Okay, when you come in, you have to wear a mask. It has to be over your nose and your mouth and all this stuff. Blah, blah. Once you sit down five feet away, you can take off your mask and start eating and, and dropping your crumbs all over the floor and fucking touching your face and your mouth and then touching the chair and then touching your mask again and putting it back on Releasing after you've just touched your hot breath every, into the You can do that. And, and they don't, they're not cleaning the tables right after anyways. You know, there's so much hypocrisy in the air that that's what's really going to get you sick, not the damn COVID, you know. So, but we walk in and I'm the only one that had the mask. So uh, my wife and them stayed at the door behind me, about six feet, ironically, behind me. <laughs> and there was some people in front of us, like, ordering. And when we walked in, they're like, hey, we already got yelled at for not wearing a mask. So we're just warning you. And then, like, it started a little conversation. They're like, hey, we're from New Jersey. We just went down to Tennessee, and it is, like, it's free down there. 
They're like, how's it in Texas? You know, because we told them we were from Texas. And I was almost nervous to tell them I was from South Texas because I thought they were going to be yeah. like, look at these no-maskers from yeah. South Texas. Oh, man, they're they must carrying be, it. They're they must carrying be in, it, man. Yeah, they must be independent-thinking <laughs> oh. Texans. I was like, you are right. <laughs> but, uh, so, but no, they were actually cool. They were like, this mask thing's so stupid. We, we had to get away. We went down to Tennessee. You know, and I know how many people in that place probably felt the same damn way. The person behind them... Or to, they were, like, to the side because we were all separated enough, you know, right. like, you know, you had to be whatever. So this guy just had a bandana like me. So I could tell when you see the bandana or something, you know, yeah, they're just like being a, kind. Yeah. That's like a that's like a, 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 a sign to me. Yeah. Like, that person's not all into the mask and shit, right? right? So Should have worn I, the Zorro mask. But anyways, this lady, this lady <laughs> told, finally sees my wife back in the corner with my kid. She's like, hey, y'all have to have a mask. My wife's like, well, I parked across the street. I didn't bring it. Do you have one? And we'll wear it. She's like, yep, sure do. And it's like, she's already kind of a smart-ass younger chick, you know, confused, yeah. you know what I'm saying, out of shape, you know, and I'm just being real, for real. I and work at Starbucks. I ha- and it's funny, it was a local coffee shop. <laughs> it's, it's a local coffee shop. It's not even Starbucks. So no. But, uh, but and I'm not being mean, but you know the type. It, I guarantee you, it was a white chick that was college age that was marching with Black Lives Matter, fucking doesn't even know shit, and just that type of person. You already know. know you know, you already know. She's going to do... Super woke. I, and super I just... That's woke. cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. You want to be that way? That's cool. But don't start enforcing it on me. And, and I know my wife, she's not like me. If you start to push her, she'll just... She'll... she'll she's not going to just... She's outspoken more in that regard. I think regard. that's a wife thing, but it we'll might talk be. about that later. But anyway, so yeah. she. Uh, so this lady, oh, yeah. this lady gives her the mask. And she uh, she puts it on her and the two older kids, and she's like, okay, you know, there. And so then uh, I start trying to order, and I think the lady's like paying attention to my order, but she's not even paying attention to me. She's just looking at my wife. She's like, ma'am, you need to put that over your nose more. My wife's like, oh, okay. She picked her out, dude. And then, no, and then I go back to trying to order, and at this point, like, it's noticeable that she's not. She's like, this lady is pinpointed on my wife, and is like trying to make an example of her. That's what was happening. It was obvious at that point. And I almost said something like, ma'am, just take my order. We can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get two quiches, two pieces of quiche, and I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm not even going to get the coffee anymore because I don't want to fucking wait and have to deal with this, you know? And that's what I'm thinking in my head, and I'm going to say something. But by that time, she already says, ma'am, over your nose. It has to go over your nose. And my wife just flips out, starts saying cuss <laughs> words, you know, F this. Pulls off her mask. How's that? And she's about to throw it on the floor. And she's like cussing, like yelling, you know, like pissed off. And and uh, I catch the mask. Like I grab the mask. I'm just like, let's just go. Let's just go. And lady's like, have a nice day when she left. And I'm like, it'll be a good day, you know. It'll be a good day. About to have Gettysburg too in this moment. You know? uh, but uh, it was just, it, like, no, what, what stuck out to me up. though is I guarantee you, it was a college kid in a college town. And to me, it stuck out that like normal working class people they, they go out and they risk their lives for their job all the time. It's these people that think they're smarter than everybody else that try to make up this bullshit. And I'm tired of it. I, I don't... I'm glad. My wife's like, sorry, I, I totally blew that. And I'm like, no, hell no. I'm glad you speak out. You know? Fuck them. You know? I mean, sorry yeah. to be like that, but like, for real. Yeah, for real. You know? I mean, yeah. I'm tired of that. I really am. It's not the way I want to live. I'm raising my kids. I'm in the... I'm in my... We're in the height of our lives. You know? For the older generation, I don't want to get them sick. I don't want to see them die. Those are my parents, my grandparents. I understand. Dude, you know, I'm not sacrificing the best years of my life. I'm going to raise my kids the proper way that I feel is right. I'm not going to 
cow to that nonsense. You know, it's like I'm I'm gonna become more outspoken. I'm gonna at least speak the way I feel because you feel like you have no other choice. You like they're gonna if they're gonna make me be either vax or anti-vax, I'm gonna choose anti-vax just because I don't. I'm not that. I, I don't trust big governments and big corporations. You know, I I'm fine living a simple life. I'm not affecting anybody. Yeah. People I know aren't affecting anybody. I I know people in both walks of life. You know, and that's not freedom to me. Like I like freedom. I like this country. I like what it stands for. I don't I don't like what it's becoming. I really don't. I think it's it should really raise a flag to people to like stop treating other people like that. But if you're going to sit there and tell people, pull it over your nose, pull it over your nose. They don't understand. Like my wife has breathing issues. Like her allergies are never not bad. And so she doesn't like to wear a mask. She's even gone as far as getting doc, trying to get doctor's notices. She doesn't want to wear a mask. She works where she works. She doesn't want to wear one. She just doesn't, it doesn't work for her. It makes her feel worse. Right. No one even has any bearing with that. They're like, no, nope, no, nope, wear a mask. You know, there's no, there's nothing. It's just ridiculous. And I'm, I just, I rant on it because I'm no, tired no, of it. That's for real. You know, I'm just yeah. sick of it, man. They act like that's the problem. And that right there, you just hit the nail on the head with what the problem is with when you, when you have these authority figures that try and just, they think that they have a universal solution. There is no universal solution to anything. And that's no different with COVID-19, man. It's no different with these masks. People, you you, you hit the nail on the head, you know. I, I like the way you said it. Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> For real, dude. <laughs> Wear a mask. But, but, I mean, really, man. You know, the, uh, universal solutions do not work. Period, you know. And the that's problem is that people that there are select few people that are in a position where they can tell the masses what the rules are. Like, fuck you. When's the last time you dealt with a pandemic? You're yeah. going to sit there and try to tell me that this is the solution? Yeah, yeah especially okay. when, I mean, think about it. The same people were in charge of Social Security. What happened to that? What happened to Social Security? Oh, the same people that are telling us to wear a mask and do all this stuff. Same people in charge of Iraq and Afghanistan. Seems to have gone super well. You, you know, know Europe, I mean, it, it's ridiculous to think about this. The AstraZeneca COVID nineteen vaccination is already responsible for fucking killing people with blood clots. Like it causes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, countries in Europe in are brain. definitely pulling pulling out of it. Yep. But again, you can't say if we, you know, really, they'll pull people off of YouTube for saying this type of stuff. You know, and that's. Really? It, I mean, it, it's been reported, for sure it's been reported that they do pull people. But early in the pandemic, for sure they were pulling other doctors that were coming out with counter counter thoughts about COVID early. You know, yeah. there was no other, there was no no questioning. I think there was, was no question. called like the Great Barrington Declaration. Do you remember hearing about that? No, I don't. That, that was like a... Fucking ancient. No, no man. <laughs> it does. What did you say? say? The Barrington? The Great Barrington Declaration. I was like, was that like with It was like a bunch of different, uh, like a couple hundred, I think, doctors, you know? Like, these weren't just like people off the street. These were like doctors signed this declaration saying, like, we are, we are in the medical field and we do not agree with the way this COVID thing is being uh, handled, you know? Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah no, like, fuck you, science. There's money yeah. to be made. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to For say, real. but this is For just real. a fact. I know this is a hot situation, and most people wouldn't touch it. But I grew up with this, and this is the way I came up: is that in my generation, when I came out of high school, 9/11 was a huge thing. Yeah, and 
I always felt like that there were so many unanswered questions about this. And it made it changed my worldview early. You know, and so I just had a dis- distrust. It's like, first of all, we went into these countries that really had very little to do with it, that were resource rich. And the time, I mean, it was so obvious that there was other things going on that, that made this politicized. So how can you trust something like that? Being a young person coming up in this world, it's, I mean, especially being taught that like our country's noble and that we are like peacemakers of the world and like, you know, that's what you're sold when we were kids, yeah. for real, you know? No, it is. And, well, that's and, uh, this propaganda that any country gets. Look, we blast old Kim Jong-un for fucking the same shit. Their country yeah. has that pop propaganda too. Like, we are yeah. the best. We are mighty. We will kill and destroy everybody. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's what yeah. we do to our kids. Like, that's what was yeah. done to us. We are yeah. the best. We are the superpower. We will defeat everybody. But but the real difference is is we but really are. Some we, people don't play by our rules. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you're true. seeing that, man. Yeah. Well, especially today though, because I mean, for a long time we were the solo real superpower for the most part. But yeah, you know, know, like China has been investing in countries all over the world for a long time, and uh, we have been true. we have been you know bombing people for no reason and doing stupid stuff with our resources and our. People and but every presidency just like, has some kind of great catastrophe, right? Like nine eleven, Bush, yeah, Bush, Obama. Obama pretty much ran on freaking like just whatever. I'm the first black guy here. I'm doing what I want. Well, no, Obama <laughs> did have the man. Obama did have the economic crash that the, yeah, the, the crash 08, of 08-09, You know that whole thing. But it didn't even touch him. Like he's still like one of the most loved guys. Well, I don't know, man. Country, I don't man. know. Like he. Oh, actually, actually, you know, I mean, he is to some extent, but not as much as he was when he came in. Yeah. When, at the height of he his was, success was his first Obama four years. Obama was a flash in the pan, man. He was a but, flash uh, in the pan. He was real popular uh, when he got elected. He managed to I don't think he does have as much influence as, as we think. I, I think other people have much more. But you're right, though, about that. It's every Every president does have their thing, but... It doesn't make it any less... It doesn't... The presidency doesn't matter. I think that's what it proves. Like... When you really try to think about it, I think it's hard for our mind to grasp how many pressures come at politicians and presidents and stuff like that type of power that you're given over whole nations. It's like you're going to have so many different things. Like you have the intelligence communities, the FBI, law enforcement. You have people, just regular people. You have state departments. You have governors. You have states. You know, you have uh, attorneys. You have all this, all these strings pulling you in different ways. I mean, it's really impossible to have any type of integrity on those levels. I mean, it's it's really the system is just, uh, you know, it's really broken in a lot of ways. And I, and I think that they use these things, like Kevin said earlier, to divide us, man. And like course, when they feel like yeah. they're losing control, like when they see that there's no other way, it's like then then these things happen. These things happen. And that's why I'm not, it's not, it is conspiracy to think about it, but damn it, there's holes in the stories. So you set it up, if there was no holes in the stories, then there wouldn't be anything to uncover, anything to wonder, you know, but there always is. And COVID-19, man, there's just no way you can sit here and tell me that sitting down at a table five feet from someone and making them wear a mask, it's all so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. The mat, you're right. Yeah. Toilet paper. Look, we could have all been wiped out, bro. Toilet paper. Yeah. If mask. we didn't listen to these motherfuckers, we'd all be dead. That's right. 
You know, man, it's a... Uh, oh, just... man, what game was it? Yesterday, there was some big baseball game here in Texas where the stadium was just Yeah, it was full, Dallas, right? Arlington. Yeah. yeah. The right. Texas Rangers. So, I mean, geez, I mean, Texas should see a huge spike, man. Huge spike in the cases ought to be coming up if all this... Uh, yeah, you're right, because people are coming stuff, in from oh, the south. Man. <laughs> it's going to be oh. new strains of the oh, virus. Yeah. That's right. More... Rules. Yes. Propaganda. Propaganda. COVID season. Nah, man. What I think propaganda it? has become has become from both from every side from every which way. Propaganda today. I mean, even that's what this show really. That's what we talk about is, oh, is we other are people's propagandists. Pro- well, I, I mean, in some ways, but I mean, at least we state that these are our opinions, right? Hey. Like propaganda's uh, opinion pieces are opinion pieces. Yeah. You know, but factual information. That's why I always try to make sure that we stay clear of trying to. Dive too much into right, facts yeah. and be journalists. Not, that's for a separate we're thing. We're not here to, to announce the news. I, I don't know about y'all. We're here to talk about I'm a news. fucking journalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all better listen up. <laughs> hey, I'm a meme maker, you know, so I'm a certified propagandist, man. That's all meme making the problem, is propaganda, dude. The problem is, is, the problem is this is the first time, like, historically that... We have the power to like to, to do our own propaganda. Exactly. Like, everybody exactly. was given that torch. Yeah. Thank you. And, and then it's the true. powers that be are like, oh fuck, they all got a torch. They're gonna well, burn you have a say so exactly. in the narrative. You have a say so in the conversation. You know, dude. You... Before I got boom, before my page got booted off of Facebook, I had thirty thousand <laughs> followers. I'm just some dude from Medina, Texas, man, and I had thirty thousand people. Who, whatever I wanted to say, I'd type it in and 30,000 people would what see what I What did they do? They, they kicked you out? Right. Uh, it was, yeah, it was uh, last year. It was 2009. No, not. Uh, They're like, Levi's getting too strong. <laughs> no, it was a day that they went in on this day and they booted like 200 accounts and pages that were linked with. With uh, <laughs> different kinds of stuff, you know, a variety of things <laughs> yeah. that but they didn't want to see. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they they booted me off. But anyway, you hit the nail on the head with this. Is really is with social media. It's really a two edged sword because it can be used very much to control the way we think and stuff like that. But at the same time, mass information but at the can same be out time, without a printing press. It gives the people the first. It gives the people the first opportunity they've ever had. To be the propagandists, you know what I mean? For, for as long as human civilization has been around, propaganda has been controlled by an elite few. And with with the power of social media, like I said, it's but a they've already sword. Learned, they've already learned how to regulate uh, it, man. Exactly, like, because, you know, I got kicked off Facebook, and then, and then everything That's like, well, I, was talking, <laughs> I was talking about Ronnie Chang. <laughs> Ronnie Chang is like, fucking, the internet, whenever we're old, is going to be like smoking is to us. He's like... You mean everybody just had the internet? Like they let you eat food while you had the internet? I don't know what the percentage is, but I have a feeling the percentage is getting smaller. But I think the the percentage of the actual population of the world is not on the internet. Uh, Like it's not on social media, like Facebook or Twitter or something. I don't think one media source has a the the largest one has a small percentage of the population in relativity to the 7 billion people that live on the planet. So it's no generalization. It's actually a small group. But but the power that it possesses is massive because it is a, a huge consolidation of people into where you can like move like you're one almost. Like, well, but, Trump, but again, it's like, it's like Coca-Cola or anything else, man. 
people are going to have enough of it. Either either it's going to progress and it's going to have to evolve into something people can utilize. People are going to learn how to use it, which I think is probably the most likely thing. Is people just learn how to adjust. They learn how to control it more. So it seems more regulated until it becomes more corrupt again. You know, it's probably the most likely thing to continue to have happen because I don't see technology going anywhere or that it just, people just block it out. You know, they just stop with it and they just don't associate with it anymore. And I, I would say that, you know, I don't see, I don't see technology going anywhere. So, you know, I just think, you know, it's a, it's at a weird time Yeah, it's freaking at a weird time, but Sticking to this subject, though, with COVID, man, is that this has been the most separating issue of our lifetime. This has been more separating than any other issue of maybe of, of American history. Because you just have people that, you know, believe a certain thing, and you have other people who believe another certain thing. And you've gotten to the point where, you know, they don't, you don't want to bend. And it's not really that cut and dry. I mean, I think there's a lot of middle ground to be had, and that's what we probably should work on. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to sit here and tell us in this country that if you live in the United States, that you have to wear a mask forever, mask mandates are, are going to be there, that we, we just wear a mask in the United States, keep people safe. I, I think Texas should secede, and I've never thought that in my life, but I think they should, because I'm tired of that. I don't think that it's something that I want to support, and it's not something I want to be a part of. I don't believe in that. It's not the foundation of freedom of choice and making your own decisions and actually educating yourself and, you know, investing in yourself to become more aware of things, to participate. Like, that's the right you have to be in this country. And you're stripping that away by telling people the way that they have to do things. If you're like, if you're going to live in this country and you're going to travel around this country, you have to have a vaccination. I'm not going to travel around the country anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not yeah. going to do it. I'm not going to go play that game. I just don't want to... Uh, I'll probably do it until... I really had to suffer the repercussions. Like, what are you going to do? You put me. Where are you taking me? Yeah, right. <laughs> What's this boxcar? Yeah. You're going to take yeah. me over here with a. What are you, what are you doing? We're getting meals? <laughs> yeah, right. Damn it. We're getting snacks anytime soon. For real. Like, do you think. I don't think it's going to come to that. I really don't. I don't no. Think it, I think it was just. Well, again, we live in it. We, we're fortunate in the area that we live in because I think you're right. I don't think it's going to be that way here. I think the numbers of people here that like don't associate that way they're fleeing but, like the people but, that are having the the major restrictions they're leaving they're like screw this like i mean it ain't worth it i only got one life I'm it's hard to say it how here. it's going to go because you, like predicting the future especially in times like that haven't really been seen a lot you know is like it's impossible to do and people who do it are really just you know or try to do it it's like a foolish thing to try and play but when you do look at everything going on, like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't put anything past anyone right now. I mean, look, look at what's going on, man. I mean, damn. I mean, how much more nonsense do we have to see? I mean, they just, there's no, we just, so everyone has to lock down. You have to shut down businesses. Meanwhile, you just flood people into the country, tell other people they can come into the country right now. They just don't even... Yeah, like that, I mean, that, it's I mean, just everything's hypocrisy, and I don't even care. Like, I'm all for it. Do whatever. Like, that shit, help people out. Help people in need. I, I don't even. Right now, I just don't even see that as being the biggest issue. Like, we have a government that has become so centralized, powerful, with these big corporations, just telling everyone, 
how they have to live their life, shoving things down people's throats, like Coca-Cola now, you know, and they're just joining in this fight, and I just feel like they're on the wrong side of history. I really feel like they're on the wrong side of history here. Every time in history you can see this, it never ends well, and it never ends well for people like that, and I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but I will say that if we keep down this path, it's the end of this country as we know it. There's no way it can continue that way. And we can't just live in this comfortable country when you have these two or more factions that just don't agree with the way things are going. And I think COVID-19 is the like major issue of our time right now. Like it's the one thing that just has to be figured out. It's like there needs to be more clarity. You know, yeah. when when do we go back to freedom? You know, is is it gone? Because we thought it was two, 14 days to slow the spread. You know, and like that breaks all trust to me. It was just like everything's been a lie. Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. I told you not to wear a mask because I wanted the doctors to have a mask first. So you didn't really care about everybody. Is that what you're saying? You know, because that's, everything's been a conflict. But you, I feel yeah, like, I feel like, I mean, you're, you're talking about like diving into it super, super deep. Like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay it. It is most certainly the biggest things in our lives since 9-11 I don't think it's going to be the biggest thing for long like matter of time something else is going to come up like everybody's going to be talking about something else within a matter of years yeah like yeah but what won't stop years. but what, what this is the problem it's not it won't even be COVID later it's the precedence that this sets right oh you know if, if now first you have to it's all a phase in it's a phase in and when you when when we accept this and we finally just accept this as this is just something that happens, we have to fight the government over something. The next step is even further, but we don't look at it as we've come this far. It's a progression, and they progress our kids into this type of society. And then maybe it's not us getting in put in concentration camps. And maybe right now it does sound like a wild thing to say, but maybe it's your kids one day. Maybe it's no, them it that all, have to deal starts, with it. You know, it all starts with something like. Those big movements that you're talking about, and like it all started somewhere, and then gradually, whoever took power realizes it and uses it to whatever they want it to be. I There's mean, a massive consolidation of power, and like mergers and acquisitions. Just type it in in Google and look at all the companies over the past 20 years or more that have merged. The mergers and acquisitions are just bigs getting bigger. People. Less people owning more, and it's constant. It's been—I don't know what you call it. I don't know if it's—I don't know what it is a problem of. We've had this conversation so many times that it's hard to. We'll never know. We have our opinions about things, but no one will ever know. But one thing that's not good is uh, alienating people and and you know focusing on things you disagree on rather than things you do agree on. I think these are big mistakes. But regardless of of what you think is or what you want to focus on. Sometimes things become so invasive in your life that you have, and Levi, I never really thought this. You know, I always thought you could stay neutral, and I do think you can stay relatively neutral. But at some point... To a certain point. But to a certain point, you have to figure out where it is you're comfortable living and dying. Because... Yeah, and, that, and, you're and, talking at like extreme level. Like, I mean, none of us have been pushed to that point so far as just to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. Like, because most people will just get the vaccination. Most people will just wear a mask as long as they have to. Most people will because we are content with just being comfortable. And that's my fear is that people are just don't want to have their lives interrupted. 
and they just want to keep going about this comfortable life. But it's not going to be comfortable for your kids. They're not going to grow up in the same America that we grew up in. There's no way. You know, like they can have... Look at the control. They're not going to give back this control unless it's taken back. They took the same amount of control with 9-11. You're right. And and that never... All of the shit with Snowden that came out, like... Yeah. This isn't. This is nothing new. But in the past twenty years, well, it's, you're, you're right, right, right to I mean, that most extent. Of the control they took after nine eleven had to do with like airport security. Last I checked, last time I went through an airport, still just as tight as it was the day after nine eleven. They still haven't given I that mean, back. They still, haven't, they still haven't given that back. You but know? it's what I'm it, saying. It yeah, but it goes it's right not, in. But it's it's, it's, it's incrementally. Remember, we got used to having a. a uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's... I don't know if it's good or bad. You could argue that it's been good or you could argue that it's been bad, but uh, essentially we've been having police states in our airports since 9-11. That's, that's an... It, all this is incremental steps right. yeah, to... It's just, it's, you know, it's to but the big this shove is, or what? There's I mean, got to be a point, point... There's got to be a point where you stop where like... Well, I think we're at it's that got point. It's not like, oh, it's nothing new. It's like if you're wearing a jacket... And somebody just comes to like puts another jacket on you like oh I was wearing a jacket before you know I think we as a society, eventually you get enough of those jackets on top you're gonna be like damn this is hot get these things out you know you are seeing how major, many layers yeah. of well this is nothing new how many layers is that gonna take you know yeah before, that's exactly right and it's a good yeah. question and I think that's just up to the people and the times but yeah. you are seeing right now and I think that's the whole point of this whole episode really is that you are seeing signs of people having enough. I mean, you're just seeing it. Look at look at what happened on January 6th. You know, this is working class people. Yeah. Remember that? That stormed the Capitol. Yeah, Mostly that. working remember class people. That, they will never protest. Happened. Most of those types of people don't even believe in protest. Right. They say, look at that guy with the damn sign over there. That would be those people. You know, you are seeing signs everywhere of this decay of our country. It is not like... I'm not sure how it's going to play out, and I do. I am saying from the worst because when when the mainstream falls, they're not going to go out without trying to have this control, like history shows. But you know, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to personally. I don't think it's like some Hitler style thing because Hitler had a no. massive amount of money, and it power, will never be. and it you will know, never be some Hitler style thing. Yeah, again. and people are hyper aware of that as well. Yeah. You know, and that's, the other that, thing. and that's exactly why it will never be that way again because it'll get called out the second, it, the second they come out and they're just like, yeah, we're in control, ha ha. You know, it won't be what they'll do is like they've done. It'll be for public safety. It'll be for your safety. It'll be for, you know, I for just the know, best of intentions. I just know this, man. Like we're on this planet for a short time. You know, I want to. I love to see people. I love to meet other people. I like to know other cultures. I don't really even care about po- the politics, to be honest with you. The older I get, the less I give a shit. I think it's really becoming so much more irrelevant to me that it's just it's nauseating how much they try to politicize everything. You meet good people from everywhere. I love seeing things. I'm just telling you, like there are some things in life I just don't feel comfortable doing, especially being a father of kids and like. There is a hill that you have to decide, like, okay, this is what I do stand for. I know what I stand for. I'm not going to hurt anybody else. I'm just, I want to live this way. And, you know, I have the right to live this damn way. I'm on this planet like everybody else. You know, I'm not hurting anybody else. Why can't you, right? Uh, when that becomes, in like, encroached upon, I start to have a problem, you know? And, like, I really am not that type of person to, like, complain about anything or... I try to just live simple. I really do, but I'm just it's gotten to the point with the especially with the COVID-19 thing is like that 
I mean, it's gonna, it's doing massive damage. It's doing irreparable damage to our society, to kids, to the way that they knew school, education, all of the institutions, uh, drug problems, suicide, mental illness, uh, homelessness, poverty, you name it. Who suffered? The little people. The Walmart stayed open, everything. You know, everyone else got shut down. Like there's, this is irreparable damage. To say this is not going to have lasting effects, it's going to have lasting effects for a long, long time on people. And uh, it's sad, but it's because that we live in this, this state of politics that has become so controlling and, and, and just invasive in our lives. Like you can't set up a damn apple truck, you know, somewhere without being taxed. Or, you know, someone who's on social security, who's paid in their whole lives, can't go get a job. They can't go get a job and draw a paycheck and pull Social Security. Why not? Aren't you supposed to be helping people make money and like do good in their life and pass something to their kids? It's like they don't want people to, so they make these rules. And uh, I'm just not... The more rules, the more complicating things are, the more they can get away with scandalous things. Look at the tax code today. Someone tell me what the tax code is in anywhere anymore. I don't even know what the tax code is. I can't even tell you the beginning of getting into the tax code anymore. I just try to file my taxes through somebody who's honest the best I can and say best of luck. Hopefully they don't bust my ass someday. Because it seems like... And they will. It's so complicated. If they want to, yeah. Like, oh, you didn't pay enough here and here. You're crushable. There's there's not an easier solution to this. I'm sure there is. You know, and all this stuff is... is, I see it that way, man. And uh, I'm just... uh, I'm not going to push my ideas off on somebody. These are my opinions. I understand that other people have other opinions. Again, if people want to wear a mask, I'm never going to laugh at somebody. I'll smile and say hi to them like I would anybody else. But I'm just tired of people telling me that I'm a threat to someone because I don't want to wear a mask. When I've, I've tried to raise my kids properly, I try to teach them things, I try to give them a good, broad education about the world, different cultures but also raise them cultured and understand what's important in life and nature and having faith. And that's just not the way I raise my kids. And, and I'm tired of being told that I have to do this or, or be this way. Dude, I just don't like it. I don't think it's the right thing. And, you know, I'm just going to start expressing that opinion because, I mean, damn, dude, if you're going to make me, give me no other choice but to say it's either this or this, I'm just not going to go in that route. I, I just don't feel comfortable doing it. And if I have to do that for my kids and the next generation, then damn, I'd be happy with doing it because I'm just, it just needs to be said. It, you know, if we have to, if Texas had to secede because of it, I don't think Texas seceding is a good idea in general. In general, Like in, I don't think it is. But if, if it became, that's how passionate I am about it. Is like, if that was the only option to give us more freedom and to go back to like, the basic rights of the Constitution, like we all have the right to better ourselves and, and have the freedom to do so, then I'd be down to I'd be down to do it at this point. You know, I just think it's worth it. And you see what it's worth when it gets starts to get taken away and it starts to be abused by people, you know? And uh, right, I'm ranting again, but it's yeah, like no. I wanted to make sure like after going across the country especially, <clears throat> I love this country. I love what it was founded upon. I think like my favorite athletes, my favorite actors, my favorite, you know, just my favorite things about this country, the the, the indifference in so many different immigrants that came here because they believed, like, to work hard and become something. And I just, 
I disapprove of what it's become. You know, I, I'm just not going to stay silent about that. If it means that it costs me something, then it costs me something. But so be it, you know, because it's going to cost us everything to not to just keep going about our way. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to go in a store and start yelling out, no mask for anyone. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's a proper solution either. I'm not saying to do that, but I'm saying, that, like, live your life. Stand for what you believe in, be principled, treat others with respect, and go about your life and quit listening. Like you said, quit listening to these people. Yeah, dude. They shouldn't have any they shouldn't have any wherewithal over your life, especially out here somewhere if you live in rural America somewhere. You know, think damn. More people just need to think for themselves and be courteous, live by the damn golden rule and just stop with it. You know, stop telling other people how to live their lives, you know, it's, it's, it never ends well. Yeah. Tell me a time that that's ended well for somebody. I mean, I just, you're going to push people away. Go get in a relationship, get in a relationship and be like, hey, we're, we're, you know, we're individuals, you know, I'm not going to control you. And then about a year in, y'all start to tell each other you love you. And then you're like, hey, you remember those friends you used to go out with every week? Don't go out with them anymore. Yeah. You know, hey, when you go out with them, wear a mask. I don't want to get any of their germs. That, what is that person going to do? They're going to break away from you because they don't like that. You know, nobody likes that shit. And that's exactly what's happening now. You know, it's like, it's, I'm just over it, man. I'm, I'm so over it. You got governors that put freaking people in nursing homes and kill them. They don't even step down or acknowledge that they did it. It's like, it's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, the best thing to do, Kevin, you're right, is to live your life and be happy and focus on the things that you love. Like, I play music. I love playing music for people. Go there, play songs I love. Try to make people smile as much as I can. And like I try to focus on that with most of my time. And right. I stay and I and I like to do this podcast a lot. Yeah. It relieves a lot of tension and stress off of me. You know, instead of like sitting there and absorbing information, I'm like, you know, when I see something or when I think something or read something, I could come here and just talk about it rather than, you know, taking it out somewhere else. You know, put it right. on the proper platform you know what i mean oh, yeah. so uh you know but yeah to hell with to hell with uh the mask man i'm, yeah, I'm done no, with it that's, agree, the, that's the bottom line do you wear a mask no i don't wear a mask man like i think what are you gonna do you travel to connecticut throughout this th yeah i know man i'm going to connecticut here in a couple of months and i i i don't imagine i'll get through that trip without wearing a mask i don't see that happening man i'm gonna be flying and stuff and there's just there's no getting around it, man. You know, you got to do it. It's only like a week-long trip. So, you know, in and out real quick. Unless we get, like, quarantined. I don't know, you know. Yeah, dude. We might land, and they'll be like, oh, you coming from Texas? Mm. I don't yeah, know. Dude, I don't no, 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 I don't think Travel with a generator but. and toilet paper because you might yeah. hit a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah right. There may be another shortage of booty wipe out there for you. That's right. And definitely take toilet paper, dude. Yeah. You need to take yeah. toilet paper. Always. Yeah. And uh, take a <laughs> uh, on trees. What you need to do is get a get a uh, a ring case and put a COVID vaccine in it. Yeah. When you get there, there like Kevin go. said earlier, when you get there, yeah. be like here. COVID vaccine. I'll get it. my uh, I'll get my fake vaccine card. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be the new thing. That's gonna be the new thing. 
There's gonna be the black market for the fake yeah. <laughs> for the fake, fake vaccine, vaccine cards. That's dude, right. you know it, man. Damn, yeah. man. People are just yeah. people are relentless, dude. Like yeah. any law that's made, there's always a black market for something, right? Every time, every time they pass a law, they just create a new black market. That's right. New department. Damn. That is crazy, man. Yeah. Well, this has been the longest episode, but it's also the twentieth episode, so we've kind of hit right. a milestone, and uh, it's been fun, man. It's been a good time, and. Shit, dude. We're just gonna keep living life, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep living my life, man. Yeah. Not about you guys, but it sounds good to me. I'm gonna take a psilocybin trip soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> experience. Yeah, I think this experience is the time life. in life. Experience life, man. And you, I'll end on this too. When we were driving, we. Uh, we were coming through southern Louisiana, and we were really tired, and we had already known that the hotels weren't going to have, you know, we just needed to drive as far as we could. And uh, we, we we were passing by Lake Pontchartrain, and we passed by it a couple of miles. And I decided to, my wife said that, like, you want to go over it? You know, shouldn't we, should we just go over this long bridge, you know? Like, we're going to drive tonight anyways. And it's like, I turned around, and I thought that, like, damn, just live, man. Just live. Just yeah. live life. Yeah, don't don't worry. waste your time. Yeah, Be and happy. Like, even in this, even in this, we, 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 a lot of times we get caught up and like, but we laugh a ton, even off, off the mic in between segments and stuff. And this is fun for us and we kind of get to vent, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm planting a lot of trees, dude. My potatoes are growing. I, I've always liked to garden and that is to something else. Like as much you could do that you love, you know, that's like one of the most important things in life. It's like just find things that you care about, whether it's spending time with family or, you know, selling a shitload of real estate or whatever it is, dude, like do the things that you, that you care about that make you happy, you know? And I think that's just like, you know, if it's psilocybin's, you know, you just need to hit them up, you know? Like, uh, uh, no, whatever it is, man. Uh, that's just one of the most important things when it comes to health. Cause that's the mental health. You know, that's a whole, it's a total aspect of health and like exercising and eating healthy is kind of a, a given. But one thing we don't think about is like what we consume mentally. Yeah. And I even get caught up with it a lot of times. Like, But again, that's like when I you watch sports that. or I something. I think about that more often than not, really. Like like what, what I'm consuming mentally. Like, That's really where you spend the majority of your time. Like in your own head, planning for the next venture, doing like whatever you're looking at all day. If you spend the majority of the day on your phone looking at propaganda that we've been talking about. It's gonna fucking consume you. Yeah. Like you have to, yeah. you have to devote periods of your day to like what what you're talking about, man. You gotta work out. You gotta fucking read some positive shit. Do work some in the positive garden, yeah. shit. Do something yeah. that makes you work move, in the yeah. garden. Like I don't know. Play music. Work. Set. You know. Work. A little you know, bit of everything. Find, yeah. Find a little something. bit of yeah. everything to to help you. And it also stop I, worrying about that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you're right, man. Right? You're right. I mean, it's good to know. It's good to be active. But at a certain point, you know, what really affects your life? And that's why... It reminds me of fucking Marley's uh, Redemption song. Like, that shit... If everybody just listen to that shit... Yeah, I do. Like, that shit is like... It's perfect. Yeah, it is. What are you worrying for? What are you worrying for? Yep. Live your life, man. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. It's simple. Should have the freedom to do so, man. Absolutely. Freedom. (laughs) Freedom. For freedom. (laughs) 
burrito. <laughs> we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.